Welcome to AFS. Welcome back. Good way to start that. Good way to start it in between the sounds of chips. Yep. We've got Lay's. We're not sponsored by Lay's. In fact, I don't even like them that much. (sighs) Really? Let's talk about chips for a minute then. Yep. What's your... Let's say you're in heaven. Okay. And you meet God... And God's like, are you feeling a little peckish? We're going to go on a tour of heaven, but I want to make sure everybody's, like, eating first. Because mm-hmm. you can still get hungry in heaven. Right. And he's like, take any of these chips. They're the best chips in the universe. What kind of chips are they, Travis? Okay, I was actually joking as a way to, like, make sure that we don't get hit. Oh, like, they're Lay's? Oh, they are Lay's? actually is, like, classic Lay's, yeah. Wow. Classic Lay's or tortilla chips from the restaurant... El Phoenix okay. in Texas. Like, people go to that restaurant specifically, like, not even to sit down and eat the food. They will just sell you a bag of chips. Wow. That's good. Uh-huh. That's cool. Super good. I, I would have said blue tortilla chips or Funyuns. Are Funyuns chips? Funyuns? They are. They, okay. They're, they're chipped to something. They're junk food that comes in a bag. Okay. That's chips. Here is... This is where we find out that... Travis or Ben also thinks beef jerky is chips. <laughs> I mean, it's chips of I beef. I mean, it's chips of beef. You know what? I set um, myself up and I watch you guys knock them down. Here's the ultimate question Are pretzels chips? Ooh. No. Ooh, this is. Wait a minute. Are we about to get into a. Is a hot dog a sandwich fight? Yeah, a little bit. Pretzels. Okay, for the record, pretzels. Yes, a hot dog is a sandwich. True neutral. Yeah. You can't be a true neutral on this question, Travis. No, no, true You have to have an opinion. No, that's the alignment chart of sandwiches. A hot dog is a sandwich. Oh, okay. There yeah. we go. That's fine. Um, but no, what was I saying? Are pretzels chips? Are pretzels chips? No, they are not. Chips. I agree. Chips uh, are thinly sliced and thinly portioned of something, whether it's weird fake onion bits yeah. or weird fake potato bits or just potatoes or corn mashed up corn yeah corn it's chips yeah. thinly corn nuts thinly made and fried yeah pretzels are baked yeah and they aren't even just baked you also have to boil them yes with some with some baking soda to get that waxy yeah mm-hmm. waxy finish so that because means- pretzels before pretzels came crunchy and in a bag, they were almost always at a bakery. A bakery thing, mm. right? And this is chips. I will say, American style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're not, not talking about French. Yeah, fries. we're not talking about fucking French fries. You, you across you, the pond, you, motherfuckers. You British people, go back to your watercress sandwiches. <laughs> go back and to your, your wrong side of the road and your chips. Yeah. And your fish. And your fish and chips. And your bangers and mash and whatever else you have. And your Yorkshire puddings. And your fannies. Actually, leave the Yorkshire Whoa. puddings. Wow. <laughs> we have fannies, too, you know. Yeah. No. Do yeah. You, no. Okay. Do, do you know, like, you know the difference between American fanny and British fanny, right? I'm aware of it. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. And you're wrong, fanny. I'm sorry. I went too far. Cross the line. What? It's the history of my comedy. Okay. To go back to my answer, classic Lay's because flavored chips are bullshit. Okay, this is where I have to disagree. (laughs) All right, this is the hill I'd die on. Yep, there it is. There it is. Yeah, I'll fucking say it. 
fiery, <laughs> like the Sweden, like the Sweden hot chips mm-hmm. barbecue, right? Barbe- See, barbecue sweet chips. That's barbecue what chips. everyone tells me. That's what everyone tells me, and I do not like those chips. Why? And you're wrong. Because they're gross. They taste. They taste weird. Okay, if you eat like a billion of them, yes, they taste weird. But no, but even if like you I'll, I'll try one. Cheap, it's gonna taste weird. I just think that flavored chips are a little over the top. All right. That's I mean, fair. that's you, boo boo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because no. if I were to answer that question, if God was like, "Hey, are you feeling hungry? You want a snack? We have a selection of chips here." I would say, "Cool, I'll take the Golden Flake Sweet Heat Barbecue, please." Yeah. That is my favorite chip in the world. Okay, I have another question, which may alter my answer. Okay. Are pork rinds chips? Ooh. Because yes. they do yeah. they yeah. do fit the description I just said, mm. thinly sliced, fried. Yes. If onions are chips, this, pork chips, rinds are chips. It's even in the name. It's chipped off of something. Yeah. A pretzel is a whole. Yeah. You could, I guess you could have pretzel chips, which mm-hmm. is like you take a pretzel and then you slice it thin and then you fry it. Because, so, but th- like, th- this is what alters my answer. Because I will take a bag of pork rinds over any chip any day. What flavor? Here's the thing, is chicharrones. Okay. All right. Damn. All right. That's the, you know, that's the <laughs> right answer of flavor of pork rinds there. Damn. I mean, that's just the name for pork rinds, is chicharrones can be flavored any way you want because you can put any seasoning on them. Fair enough. I like a little sprinkling of cayenne pepper on there. Have you had chicharrones? Um, no. Oh, uh, do, do you like pork rinds? Um, I tried them for the first time a year ago. Oh, so really? Did you get them from Tim's Cajun Kitchen? No, I got them from guys... Versho, actually. He, he had some homemade. Our friend, uh, John Versho, uh-huh. who we affectionately call Versho, uh, had some homemade pork rinds in a bag. And as we've previously established on this episode, if you put something in my hand and tell me to eat it, I will. It's kind of amazing. I haven't been poisoned yet. Uh, or at least knocked out. I Any day now. But the point is is that um, he had some homemade pork rinds and was like, here, you want to try these? And that's the first time I've ever tried pork were rinds. Were they homemade or did he buy them from Tim's? I mean, they were in a plastic bag and he said they were homemade. He might have gotten them from Tim's. Well, they were also... Um, like, not as crispy as I expect pork rinds to be. Oh, yeah? They could yeah. be bent. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Pork rinds are malleable. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. normal, yeah. then? They were huge yeah. pieces. All right. So, I could only eat a piece. It was super rich. Yeah. You know the difference between, like, pork rinds and chicharrones? Like, for if you mm-hmm. get, like, really good ones? All right. Chicharrones have meat in them. Yeah. Oh, goddamn. Like, imagine, have you ever had, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? The, uh, kind of like the, like the... Fajitas you get with the uh, with the pork, you know what I'm talking pork about. Pork fajitas. There's a name for it. It's like because uh, <laughs> it pretty much tastes just like it's like a Mexican or Latin uh, pork roast. Uh huh. Oh, like a um, I know what you're talking about because they have that option at Chipotle. I'm about to do that phone Ooh, a friend boo, option. Boo, 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 boo. Well, it's oh, it's nine thirty. They're asleep. No, but our listeners know what I'm talking about if we if we set this out. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. We'll put it in the show notes. I'll ask okay, Siri about it. Don't worry about it, Travis. We got it. <laughs> Pork fajitas. Like, sort of like a Mex- like a Mississippi pot roast? Mm-hmm. Let's see here. If y'all haven't had Mississippi pot roast, get it. Honestly, the best thing about the South is the food. Yeah, Damn right. for real. Yeah. Carnitas. Oh, oh carnitas. yeah, yeah, yeah. Carnitas. Right. It's yeah. basically that meat inside of a pork rind, and it's it's heaven 
in its fried natural habitat. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll try and... anything once. Yeah. So, also, if you're going for a low dancing, carb diet, here there. if you're trying to go for a low carb diet, eat some pork rinds. Yeah. Zero carbs. Yeah. For real, they're mm-hmm. fried to hell, though, so that can't be healthy. Right? I mean, they're not the healthiest, but they are carb free. If you're trying to cut out carbs, kind of like how corn chips are gluten free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Can I talk about a pet peeve of mine? Yes. Because sure. it relates to gluten free. All right. So first of all, I want to say this: this, you know, gluten free craze has been very helpful for my celiac pals out there, and yeah. I'm really excited about that. Go them. And I'm I'm super happy for them. They now have more options than they've ever had before, and that's great. I found some fucking cheese the other day that was labeled gluten-free. <laughs> and I was like, Kroger, what the fuck are you doing? There's no gluten in cheese. Yeah. If there's gluten in cheese, something is wrong with that cheese. <laughs> what did you do? Actually, it? Like, what's happening? Keep, keep going. I'm going to grab something out of the fridge. I just, like, is it gonna hate be gluten-free? that so much. Because the reason why they labeled it as gluten-free is because it's the fad. Yeah. Because there are people out there who don't know what gluten is. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, unless you are eating some bread, you should not be concerned with gluten. Have you seen the chocolate that is gluten-free? No, I haven't. Well, chocolate has flour in it, right? Uh, I don't think a pure chocolate bar does. No. I think it's just milk. Like, if you're getting milk chocolate, it's like milk or cream, yeah. some dairy. But yeah, no. And any, like, anything, the cocoa. Anything that doesn't come from the bakery... Or the bread aisle that says the words gluten-free. Yeah. I will smack a bitch. Well, and even like some bread products like don't have as much gluten as others because you have to work. Gluten, for those of you who don't know, is the protein structure in wheat and other. Yeah, so I'm glad you're talking about this because I bought this beer specifically. Because it's Because I thought it was hilarious. It's called Zero Mission, brewed with malted barley specifically crafted to remove gluten. Yeah. Crafted to remove gluten? Yeah, out of beer. It's like unsweet tea. So I'm gonna, we're yeah. gonna see what it's like. Trying that gluten free beer. Oh, that was, Ben, did you hear that? That was such a cool fucking That was noise. a solid noise. Yeah, good. It's good almost noise. as good as this. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I try a sip of that? Yes, but I'm gonna try it first. Okay, go for it. Are you just gonna pass it around the table? Oh. Can you taste the gluten freeness? Uh, yeah. I mean, malt barley has a very specific flavor. It, yeah. I'm either going to like this or I'm going to hate it. Oh, that's a taste. It, yeah. It's very bitter. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say what I think it tastes like after Ben's done. It pretty much tastes like a Michelob Ultra Light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, isn't good no. for your craft beers. Have you ever had O'Doul's? Yeah. yeah. That's what this tastes like. It tastes like O'Doul's. Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. I'm going to tell a little story about myself right quick. Go for it. All right. When I was a kid, you ever seen those drinks that were not for kids, but they looked amazing? Oh, yeah. Like the Mike's Hard Lemonade and yeah. the, all that shit. All right. So specifically, the, the last Baby's time. Baby's first I, alcohol. <laughs> the last time I ever did this, because uh, I didn't know it was illegal until the last time I did it. Oh, jeez. Because I would see how far I could get with it. And the last time I did it was the furthest I ever got. I would be like, I would order one. Because I was I was a, a tall kid. Right. Yeah. I could, I could pass off for like 18, And 19. honestly, I can't imagine you without facial hair. Right, so. right at this point, yes. But, uh, and so I was eight or nine. And uh, we were at uh, Joe's Crab Shack. And do you, I don't know if either of you have ever been to one, but they used to have yeah. this 
rainbow margarita. Mm-hmm. It was like this stacked flavored drink of like it was like a blue, red, white, and green other colors. I specifically remember, and I ordered it because we were up in uh, Tennessee for something that my sister was doing, and the guy had it on a tray, uh-huh. and then comes back and like does the lean. Where it, it's like he's he's physically questioning how old I am, and he just leans down and looks at me. He goes, "You got any ID? Any identification?" And I just look at him. I'm like, "Dude, I'm nine. <laughs> and he just starts laughing his ass off. He's like, "No, I'm sorry, dude." <laughs> See, that so, just goes to show you can buy alcohol whatever age you are, as long as you're confident about it. Yeah, or a tall nine year old. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I actually worked as a server and I did once serve somebody who was underage accidentally because they were there with their girlfriend who was turning 21. Uh, and I was like, so like they were 20 and I just and the girlfriend assumed, was 21. Yeah. And they ordered bottle service, which is where you bring out a bottle of wine to the table with the amount of glasses as the people. And I didn't right. check his ID and I was like, it was like my first year of serving and I was like, I'm about to be arrested. I'm going to go to jail forever. <laughs> Because I served with this 20-year-old. No. But nah, it was fine. I just took it away from him. I was like, sorry. Gotta take this back. Yeah. Well, see, that's why I liked um, when I worked as a server. It was mostly at a country club mm-hmm. where everyone was like 45 and older. Right. Oh, you know my name. Yeah. So I didn't have to I worry have about membership. that. Um, you only had to watch out for some of their kids sometimes. Yeah. But usually, like, we had all their ages on file. So right. It so wasn't you even a check. problem. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, I have a question for you guys. Uh huh. Smack me with it. Mike's Hard Lemonade reminded me of this. When y'all were underage. You asking if we ever snuck a beer? No, because I already know the answer to that question. It's, yeah, it's yes, you. Yes. definitely yeah, for Ben. For sure. Yeah. And definitely for Travis, yeah, too. I know my, about your parents. Yeah, you've heard that story. Uh, Bef- and I, hate to, I hate to cut your question, but it's a quick one. Now. I'm sorry. When you were like you under, like way did. underage, did, any, did like a grandparent or a parent ever be like, hey, don't tell the other one about this and just give you a drink. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so it's not just me. All right. I feel like it's a grand American tradition. Yeah. Damn right. So, your question? I mean, sometimes Sorry. it was a parent. Not like a full drink. I should clarify I, I, that. But I, they'd yeah, be like, yeah, you want yeah. a sip of mom's yeah. wine mm. or beer or whatever? It would be a parent that it was a parent. So, what was your question? <laughs> uh, okay. Um. So, did you guys feel like when you turned of age that you were like, oh... I drank that alcohol when I was underage, and I don't need to drink it anymore. Yeah. Because that was me and vodka for a long time. Yeah. And also me and Mag Dog to this day. <laughs> no, I never I have just... to drink Mad Dog again, and I, I'm putting my hands up to heaven the, for that. The uh, first beer I had underage was Heineken. <laughs> and so I could never go back and drink. Like, it's it's just that. It, it's it's weirdly nostalgic, the flavor, but I won't order one, never. Yeah. It's not good. I've never bought Mike's Heart Lemonade, but I have drunk Mike's Heart Lemonade. Yeah, oh, it's, it's good stuff. I mean, if I'm, I'm, sure I'm at a party and but... someone's got Mike's Heart Lemonade, I'll drink it, but I'm not going to buy it for myself. When my dad is out of town for a few days, me yeah. and my mom will bet, uh, we will go and get the... Uh, the collection of mics <laughs> and just roll through that son of a bitch. Nice, nice. Like we'll get done and there will be like one or two left of like the plain ones. Nice. But yeah. You know what else? I've never bought a mic, uh, wine cooler, but I've drunk a wine cooler. Yeah. You and me both. Um, and not, not because a friend of mine had one. <laughs> 
if you get what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's common in American households for there to be two fridges. Yeah. One that's in the house. Yep. And the other one that's not in the house. Yep. But in the garage. <laughs> Did your dad ever make a kegerator? Oh, 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 he didn't make a kegerator, but he had a friend who like had his own uh, personal <laughs> kegerator. That's the answer I expected, to be honest. Your dad seems a little bit classier than that. No, but what we did have is, for a while, uh, we bought it at Sam's. It was a um, soda machine. Yeah. Uh, and it, you could load it up with cans or bottles, and you would hit the button, and it would roll out. Mm. And uh, f- my parents, y'all already know this, my parents um, would have this big, it was a big tradition in our family uh, my grandparents started it 50, 53 years ago now. God damn. And um, we'd always have this big party on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. watch all the football games, and my grandpa- my grandmother and my dad, they'd make food, chili, it'd be a chili bar, and it was BYOB, and so uh, my dad bought this soda machine, or like drink dispensing machine, loaded it up with beer, and it was like... This is the Bud Light button. This is the Mick Ultra button. This is the Coors Light button. It was fucking going. All right, so that's uh, that's hype as fuck. Yeah. All right, but uh, whenever my family gets together, it's more or less like whoever brings the beer. There is a kind of beer. Whoever mm-hmm. buys the beer buys the kind of beer. I don't. Yeah. Like they don't give a fuck if you drink Michelob, Coors, what have you. We're, bring, what, we're bringing Miller Light, and that's what you goddamn drink. Oh no, yeah, we do the same thing because yeah. if um. Like, I, I cooked with my uncle and my dad and, a, and a, f- a few of his friends at the barbecue contest this year. Yeah. And uh, I brought Yingling. And t- I brought a 24 <laughs> case of Yingling, and everyone drank Yingling. Hell yes. yeah. See, uh, that is um, my mom. Okay, so my parents are divorced, right? And I don't remember a lot of parties before the divorce, mm-hmm. but I remember the parties that happened after the divorce. Ah. And Do tell. my dad, I mean, he'll have a beer, but he's not a drinker, mm-hmm. yeah. really. My mom goes hard in the paint. She can, uh, she can party like it's 1983. Hell yeah. Which is when she was coming of age. <laughs> so, uh, she, uh, had a friend who was a, uh, somme, sommelier, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, whose job it was to sell wines to restaurants around town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for my 18th birthday, one of my birthday presents was a very nice bottle of wine. Oh, that's weird. We are a wine family. But my mom, she used we used to have like a New Year's Day brunch party. Yeah. And we used to, when I had Thanksgiving, on the years I had it with my mom, we would have a Thanksgiving party and we'd invite all our friends. And I think we also had a Christmas Eve party, too, but I don't quite remember. But mm. she's a really good hostess. So our yeah. fridge was always full of, like, Sam Adams, yeah. Blue Moon, like, a, def- a, a, ton, a ton of different, shit. like, good yeah. like a selection. beers. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, this was back in the early 2000s, and microbreweries, at least in Alabama, were not, like, a huge like thing yet. Sad a- Sam Adams was the microbrewery. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Blue Moon was and the then, high-end beer. Yeah. 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 And, and then, you know... Local places would have their own thing, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a very exportable thing at the time. Right. Yeah. And that was, and we'd have it in our fridge forever because my mom didn't drink beer. Yeah. I mean, my, I guess my stepdad did, but I, I never remember seeing him with a drink in his hand, so I don't know if he drank it often. And um, that and, you know, the aforementioned wine coolers. Yeah. 
But to go back to your original question, mm-hmm. um, I never really had a stigma about what drinks I should or shouldn't buy when I was underage or of age. Yeah. When I turned 21, I was just like, all right, cool. I don't have to give someone else cash to get me booze. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So. Do y'all know anybody who didn't drink until they were of age? Yeah. Really? You? Yep. Yeah. You no, I really? didn't. No, 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 no. Oh, no, you no, know no. someone. Oh, you know somebody. I know. I was about, no. not to sound so scandalized, <laughs> I was like, really? Ben? No, not our friend Ben Teichmiller. <laughs> not the roaming alcoholic Ben Teichmiller. Yeah. No, Surely uh, not Ben. One of, my, one of my best friends in the world, uh, he did not have a drop. Like, he would mix drinks for people, but he would not drink at all. He did not have a drop of alcohol until like last year and he's 28 or 29 oh wow see there are some people who just don't drink and that's fine yeah but i don't know anybody because like and this is i'm not trying to say like oh we're all alcoholics and blah 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 but like alcohol is a big part of my life and it was a big part of my life growing up me too i learned how to make a margarita when i was 12 yeah one of my fondest memories is actually one of my mom's friends teaching Mm. me how to make a mojito yeah back when i was like 14 Mm -hmm. and i wasn't i didn't drink it but that's just like i'm surrounded by it i would make white russians when i was 13 or 14 and the thing is is i think that that because you and i were talking about this the other day my parents when we moved in gave us like a, a bunch, bunch of, of alcohol, booze. a yeah. bunch of liquor. Because I I had this big truck I borrowed mm. from my dad, and yeah. I helped I helped Ari's dad move a bunch of other stuff and too. And they weren't drinking it. Yeah. So, and we did, we took months to get through it. Yeah. And I think that growing up around alcohol gave me a healthy respect for it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And seeing it not be stim- stigmatized like by you, my parents. Yeah. When I got of age, I didn't go crazy. Mm-hmm. I, can, I know a lot of people that did. Yeah. I yeah. met I met a lot of people my first semester of college that were going fucking nuts with and, drinking all the time. And it was all the people who were like who you know alcohol was a bad word. It was, it was all the people with the strictest parents. Yeah, I was told when I was a kid, yeah, it's totally normal for like, you know, to to have a glass of wine at night. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember we had a woman come in to like teach us about the dangers of alcohol yeah. when I was like 12 <laughs> years old or like 11. <laughs> And, um, and look, I'm not saying it can't be abused, but that's everything. But like, she came in and she was just like, uh, alcohol is evil. Never drink it. Don't let you touch it. And I raised my hand and I was like, wait, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it's normal. Just like have a glass of wine every once in a while. I mean, that's what my parents do and they don't seem evil, you know? And she was like, well, I should show you the pictures of the, the livers, of yeah. these people who have just been their lives ruined, and I'm like, yeah, the alcoholics, yeah. right? That's not yeah. the same Those thing. Those pictures are always the most extreme cases, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I have uh, a coworker actually who's been going to the doctor a lot, mm. and he he can he can get down. Uh huh. Like yeah. I I went to a party with him one time, and he was literally falling over. See, like when we but uh, yeah. but like I was saying, he went. To the doctor, and they actually checked his liver, mm-hmm. uh, and because he actually has like a hereditary, he has a lot of hereditary medical issues. Yeah, yeah. like low liver function was one of them, mm-hmm. but it's not. It wasn't due to the alcohol. Yeah, and his yeah. liver probably looks fine. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, I mean, I'm not saying you should be 50 and like getting blackout every other night. Right. No, if you're like, well, it's, I think 
I firmly believe you should drive your age, which to extrapolate right. on that, the older you get, I think like you should feel more free with your life is how I think. Like what you're saying is it's going to be totally fine when I'm 65 and yelling at kids like I've always wanted to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then by the time she's 70, she'll murder someone. It'll be fine. Uh, I mean, I have hopes and dreams, Travis. <laughs> I do spend a lot of time thinking about great places to hide bodies in the Huntsville area. But... Nice. I've, I've got a plan. Oh, wait. That's the wrong thing to say while we were Ben has a plan and he will carry it out. Oh Look, my all goodness. I'm saying is if you find any bodies in the next couple of weeks at the ledges, it wasn't me. Hey. All right? Hey. But I'll let you uh, extrapolate a little bit more on like, alcoholism. Hey, I've got some stories about when I was 13 or 14. If you guys want to hear a couple of those, those are fun. But no, like, if you want to like, like meet alcoholics that put your drinking in perspective. Yeah. yeah. I joke about being an alcoholic. Sure. I, I'm not an yeah. alcoholic. I've been to AA. Yeah. Those motherfuckers are alcoholics yeah. and will make you feel like, oh, shit, uh... I'm like junior varsity at best compared oh, yeah. to these yeah. motherfuckers. And I feel like, you know what, if you feel like you need to slow down, if you feel like you need to cut back, yeah. I think that's totally fine. There's you th- shouldn't feel pressure to drink. Yeah. But you shouldn't feel like it's this taboo, dangerous. It's that medi- that real medium yeah. ground. Oh, though don't drink and drive. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't even go to like a golf course and or anything like that when you're hammered. But then... Well, then I just wouldn't go to a golf course. Oh. Drink and drive because the the first oh I get it. You took advantage of my lack of knowledge about uh, sports for this joke, yep. and I am mad now. Well, do you want, all right, take a drink. <laughs> glug glug. So uh, when I was thirteen or fourteen, uh, my sister was dating this guy who was going down to UA, and to kind of keep her in check. To put quotations around that, my sisters would send, or my parents would send me with my sister down there. Sure. And she would hang out with him. And we had this silent understanding, which didn't always work. Also, these chips are gluten free. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they fucking are. <laughs> so, because uh, gluten is a protein in wheat. Yeah. So, not potatoes. I would hang out with his, uh, with his dorm mates. One of them was in a fraternity. The other two were trying to get into a different fraternity. And so they would take me, an impressionable 14-year-old, <laughs> to these parties. And that's how I learned to play, like, beer pong and shit. Nice. And I took my first beer pong. Uh, those are, like, some of the... And, like, one of the dudes I'm still friends with on, like, social media. And son of a bitch, that motherfucker's leading a great life. But no, like... And it's all because of beer. Yeah, that's where yep. I got introduced pong. to the Big Lebowski. Uh, oh, a few other things. Fun. Nice. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I remember playing beer pong and having like seven or eight beers in one night. That's where I learned my distaste for light beer. Nice. Also, it is ridiculous that the drinking age is twenty-one. Like that's yeah. so high. There's a really cool interview with Frank Zappa where he talks about like how other countries with the lower, yeah. with lower drinking ages actually have healthier views on drinking. Yeah. Than yeah. the Americans. Like in like some countries, it's like sixteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Europe. It's, you know, 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. I think in, like, a Russia. Even in, even in Canada, it's 18. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is they banned drinking in the U.S. and all of America's writers went to France. It's true. I think there was a reason for that. Yeah. I think Russia, the uh, legal drinking age, is a uh, conception. 
Uh, well, and especially Ooh. especially in the South, the stigma against drinking is kind of ridiculous because, um, okay, so we have an open carry ban when we're in the car, which like, yeah, fine, you shouldn't have an open drink next to you. Fair enough. But if you have an open like case of beer yeah. in your trunk, you can get pinged for that. That's oh, retarded. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Because I've been doing a lot of illegal activity. Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, I'm, shit, uh, I'm, like, if you go to a party and you bring, a, if it's a BOIOB and you yeah. bring a bottle of wine with you and you drink a glass of wine and then you close that wine, technically open carry. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Open container. Open container. Open yeah. carry. Oh, yeah, is about sorry. Guns. Open carry is about guns. No, there's actually a really good Kyle Kinane about, Kyle Kinane bit about how. He's, he's never sure if open carry means for alcohol or for guns. Yeah. And meanwhile, like, I'm not even going to get to the arcane, not arcane, archaic, not magic laws, uh, <laughs> old-timey laws we have about when you can buy liquor, where you can buy liquor. Yeah. Oh, God. The taxes. Honestly, I'm more You can't okay. buy liquor between, like, 1 and... 6 a.m. It's ridiculous. Okay, sorry. Continue. Well, I feel like most stores should be closed between 1 and 6 a.m. anyway. Yeah. I should be able to go to Walmart and get a bottle of wine, whatever I want. Yeah. Hell, to extrapolate on that, I think we should be able to buy liquor in a grocery store yeah. in Alabama. Which yeah. we can in Missouri. And every yeah. other state, I think. I uh, came of age in Missouri, in so... Yes. Okay. I know you can... Yeah, no, you can in Tennessee. Okay. I came of age in Missouri, and so... You know, the first time I was buying liquor, it was just available mm. wherever. And yeah. then I came back to Alabama and I was like, I- I'm sorry, I have to go to a what store now? Yeah, a yeah. liquor store. A package store? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Mm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's, it's re- ABC, are you listening? Yeah. That and sin taxes. Jesus Christ. Mm. Is that the sound of you don't know? I don't know. All right. I'll say this much. I know what syntax this, is. This is going to be a uh, no, like not. Oh, syntax. Okay, yeah. sorry. Not, yeah. I said it too not fast. Not sentence structure. Yeah, but exactly. it's, it's it's taxes on things like drinking, smoking, gambling, yeah. right? Which we don't even have in Alabama. So yeah. I mean, but if, well, we don't have. If you buy, if you buy a deck of cards or a set of di- like a set of like gambling dice, mm-hmm. yeah, you get taxed on that. Yeah. with the gambling tax. Uh, however, if you run a parlay at a gas station, shrugs. Yeah. But no, uh, like you've seen liquor prices between like Missouri, Tennessee, and Alabama. Oh, yeah. It's so Retarded. cheap in Missouri. If this it's is... even cheaper in Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That's and so... we consider them like our dumber cousin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm. for those of you who don't live in the South, Alabama treats Mississippi like... Like, like the I rest of the country treats Alabama. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or New Jersey, or how the English teach, uh, treat the Irish. Yeah. Sure, mm. sure. Mm. Like, they're just a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. basically. Like uh, with worse roads. Or even the Scottish and the English. That's also true. Mm-hmm. Or the Welsh and the English. Yeah. <laughs> or, or the English and the, the rest of the world. Hey, really. you know how rivalries are a thing? It's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, you know, Alabama and Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. Or Alabama and Tennessee, or Alabama, or Alabama and Georgia, or Alabama and Notre Dame, or Alabama, Alabama and Ohio. <laughs> Alabama and Missouri. Alabama, Alabama and Michigan. Okay, we can keep going. Um, guys, I want to ask a question. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about, uh, since we've been talking about ourselves as teenagers and the 
less than legitimate things we got up to. Mm-hmm. Let's about talk more... about some very legitimate things we did. Like yeah. education. Education. Reading, in fact. Education in the nation of our brains. Let's talk about our summer reading lists <laughs> that were assigned to us uh, by our teachers. Okay. Y'all have any uh, books or short stories or poems that you remember from your high school days I've that you a, enjoyed or disliked? I got a few. All right, hit me. Maybe uh, one more time. A few that I, I did now, not. Now, a lot of these are probably going to cross over. Yeah, yeah. Cause because we all went to school in Alabama. Yeah, we all went to school yeah. in Alabama. And I went to a private school, but it's still. Oh, la it's still, yeah. high, it's still high school curriculum. Well, I mean, it's a high school curriculum. Like, did anybody escape re- without reading The Great Gatsby? No. I exactly. Did. What? I did oh. read, I read Of Mice and Men. Oh, sorry. Was okay. it assigned? No. Like, oh, you went to a private school too, actually. Right, to put it I'm in pers- the only public school kid here. And mm-hmm. to put it in perspective, you went to like a Ford kind of place. I went to like a Lexus, and you went to like a kind of more Mercedes kind of place. Yeah. And I would argue that my English education is better than both of y'all's. Uh, I'm All sure right. it is. All right, so a few of my mostly because I have a degree in English. Yeah, All we right. know. All right, high school only. We'll we'll compete on that. Yeah, high school only. Right, a few stories that I'm going to throw in middle school too. All right, middle school, high school. A few I did not appreciate at the time, but I enjoy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still I like the themes and stuff. The Red Orchid, Flowers for Algernon, uh, Harrison Bergeron. A few short stories I really enjoy, mm-hmm. uh, but. A book I really enjoyed. Uh, my English teacher, my senior year and junior year, she gave us just like a thirty, like item list of books that we could choose from. Yeah, it was like choose three of these books exactly. or something, or we could suggest a book that we thought should be on the list. Yeah, and my my little English teacher, she was all of like four ten. <laughs> and she was like this little like ex hippie little lady, like uh, me and her would talk about the doors, <laughs> like after the class and stuff. It was awesome. That's funny. Like I made her a doors mix CD and shit, like because she didn't, cause she lost all of her CDs somehow. I was like, all right, well here you go. And so uh, one of my, she wore like little Birkenstocks, and she didn't lift lift her legs to walk. She just scooted because <laughs> you could hear her coming up. It just a- <laughs> you would either hear the. <laughs> Or she was like a little itty bitty old woman ninja and just sneak up on you, and it oh. was funny as hell every time. But uh, one of my favorite books I ever read was of Mice and Men that was on the list. Mm-hmm. But I uttered the name of one book, and she got so excited. She was like, "I'm, I'm surprised I never even thought of that book. I, it, it's going on the list now." Slaughterhouse Five. Yeah. God damn it, I love that book. And that was, like, even, like, Harrison Bergeron was, like, a, a, a stepping stone into very surreal, abstract satire. Mm-hmm. That and, like, Swift as well. Because I... Swift was a little dry for me, and I enjoy dry things, but Vonnegut, god damn. Yeah. Uh, that and... Some things I hated that were required... To this to this day, I still hate the movie because of the book. Shane. Shane. Yeah. Come back, Shane. That boring, dumbass little kid. Shane. Yeah. It's a western, and yeah. it, when you think of like classic black hats, white hats. Western. That's that's Ugh, Shane. They're tr- the these bandits are trying to get us off our land. And I grew up like watching westerns. Yeah. I love them. I still do. Shane is like the Metallica of Westerns. <laughs> it's just dumb. It's watered down. It's yeah. dry. It's stupid. It's offbeat, mainly because the drummer sucks. Wait, I got off topic. <laughs> but, but what were some things you guys enjoyed or hated from school? 
Uh, so obviously, I enjoyed things like uh, I liked *Up Mice and Men*. I liked uh, *Lord of the Flies*. Ooh, that was a good one too. Uh, I actually liked *Gatsby*. Okay. Um, there was one more that I liked. Oh, we read uh, in my history class. Actually, we read um, Machiavelli's book. Ooh. Oh, the Prince. Yeah, yeah. the Prince. Nice. We read the Prince by Machiavelli. That's a good. And one. that is a super. It's funny, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a really funny book. Okay, I actually want to talk about this. Yeah? Because I have harbored the belief for years that the prince is actually satire. It might be. Yeah, we don't it's, know. It's really funny because, like, people come back to life. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's an enjoyable read. Yeah, the prince, for you guys who don't know, is basically a treatise on, like, look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Be Like, when people say Machiavellian, they mean cold, conniving, manipulative. Yeah. And that's where that comes from. But when you read The Prince, it's like, is this motherfucker serious? What the fuck is happening? Like, it's insane. So the question for years has been, is this a satire or is this not? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll never fucking know. Nope. Well, that's kind of like the fine line between, like, what The Lottery was. Also a good short story. Yeah. Well, The Lottery was straight up satire. See, I went went to school with, like, a bunch of rednecks. Like, these motherfuckers would, they had skulls in their back pockets and they would dip coffee grounds. Oof. (laughs) But it, can you read yeah. the lottery and not and take it seriously? Yeah, if you're retarded like the dudes that were in my class. Seriously, they were like, "This sounds like a good idea. Let's no, no, sell no, no, people." No, 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 it wasn't that. It's okay. the opposite. They were like, "Why would this motherfucker suggest this?" Oh, okay, I see. And I'm like, "Wow, y'all are like bag of hammers." I don't know. Maybe Missing it has something the to point. do with McCarthyism. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert: It does. Okay, yeah. it's scapegoating. Uh, to put this in perspective, a dude that was a few grades below me that played football, uh, he had a tattoo of a Copenhagen can on his ass cheek. Jesus. Not that everyone who dips is an idiot. Just the, the people... It seems like every idiot dips. Okay. Th- but no, that's not even there. Uh, that's, well, <clears throat> this is a story for another time, but one of the most influential dudes in my life, uh, when I found out he dipped... Like, he's a smart dude. One of the yeah. smartest men I've ever met. When I found out he did snuff, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And it really put it in perspective that one didn't go with the other. Right. That's Those are the people who read, like, A Modest Proposal and are like, oh, my God, why does he want to eat babies? Exactly. Poor children. Exactly. That's insane. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. That's, That's the point. point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll talk about the satire paradox another day. Uh, what it, about it, books you didn't like, Travis? Books I didn't like. There was a book we had to read called Girl with the Pearl Earring. Oh. oh yeah. yeah. We all called it Guape. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the acronym. Yeah. Historical novels are sometimes Yeah, it was not miss. it was not good. Uh, there was some other book. And, like, I can't even remember what the book was because I did not like it and I did not read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone had at least one of those. Yeah, I, I definitely was just had like, a book where I was just like, "Fuck this! This bores the shit out of me." I'm not going to read it. But, Do you remember uh, what it was about? No, fair enough. Because I didn't read it. <laughs> fair enough. All right, so what about you? Huh? Let me crack my knuckles real quick. Little Miss asked this question. I had an excellent English education in high school. Yeah. Say what you will about Huntsville High. But circa 2005 to 2009, yeah. they had some Hell amazing yeah. English teachers. Badass. And like the re- reason why I pursued English as a degree is because of my ninth grade English teacher, Mrs. Dots. Nice. And they just built off each other. 
Um, Mrs. Dots, first of all, super cool lady. She had an English Shakespeare rose garden. Oh. Which, for those of you who don't know, you can buy rose. There are certain rose, uh, you know, types of roses that are based off of Shakespeare's plays. Mm-hmm. And she would buy a bunch of those and, and put and grow those. And they were absolutely beautiful. That's awesome. Um, she also made Shakespeare fun. Uh, the reason why I make Shakespeare nut is because of her. Um, also, to teach the monomyth. Mm-hmm. The uh, hero with a thousand faces. She let us watch Star Wars. That's nice. right. Fucking Star Wars, guys! It was fucking awesome. How long was this class? If y'all watched Star Wars, a year. <laughs> yeah, it was a year long. Let's Fair say to, uh, two you know semesters. What? I should have saw that one. Yeah, those saw movies are coming. not very long. <laughs> They're not a year long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was fucking great. Like I mm. loved having this teacher. She was, she she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I read two books in her class that are some of the only books that I've ever read reread from an English class. What were those books? The first one is Their Eyes Were Watching God, mm. which is by Zora Neale Hurston, which like, if I ever meet Alice Walker, who wrote The Color Purple and a couple of other books, she's an amazing writer in her own right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and if I ever met her, I would be like, oh my God, I love The Color Purple. You're an amazing feminist scholar. You're great. But then I would also be like... Thank you for introducing the world to Zora Neale Hurston. Because nobody knew about her before Alice Walker. Oh, yeah? Nobody, like, Alice Walker found her grave because she was in an unmarked grave in Florida. Oh, dang. And Their Eyes Were Watching God um, is about this uh, young woman who, uh, and the relationships she had with her life. And uh, it's just, it's one of those rare early African-American novels that is not about the civil rights movement. Mm. Which is, I mean, I've, I read um, Invisible Man in high school as well, and that is about the civil rights movement. Yeah. And it's great, and I'm so happy we have that book, but it's um, it's just so good. It's just so, so good. Uh, and I reread it occasionally, and i still as good as I remember it being. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then the other one uh, that I read that year was... A Farewell to Arms. Oh, oh yeah. That's a good yeah. By Ernest Hemingway. Good one. I think we've mentioned that book before on this, on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and if I have to name one book that's, or one author that's probably inspired, like, my writing habits, okay. I would say Ernest Hemingway. Motherfucker was contrite. Yeah, and that is right. what I attend, that is what I try to be. Yeah, <laughs> economical with words is yeah. a fantastic way to be. I like to use two, one and two dollar words. See, like, that's... I like flowery when it comes to like more when it's like short stories and like things like or that. Poetry or poetry, yeah. yeah, sure, sure. But novels, motherfucker, we've got a thousand pages to go. Yeah, we need you to speed this along. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I think it honestly, when I'm reading, I want a good mix of both. Yeah. Because you can be punched in the gut by a simple phrase, and I yeah. want that in anything. Yeah. But I love beautiful descriptions. Oh, like uh, like uh, the series of unfortunate events. I really enjoyed how it was written because. Yeah. It, like so especially when I was younger, it was a great way to do vocabulary, like story arts, yeah. and everything all tied like together. Such and such means this, 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 and this. But in this situation, it means this, this, and this. Yeah, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, and then another book that is one of my favorite books mm. that I read as a senior in high school, uh, Frankenstein. Okay, yeah. I that, love that fucking book. That remind that leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. If I'm, well, if, do you want me to mention a book I hate in? Yes, actually, because that's going to be that's kind of my question. Or it's not like a, a book that you hated. Uh, I'll let, go ahead and do the book that you hated, and I'll do my question. If that's cool, I 
didn't like. Fuck, I actually don't remember anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> give me a minute. That's a way to build tension. Uh, mostly because I uh, just, I guess I pushed it from my memory. The Awakening's pretty dry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know it's a super important, like, early feminist novel, and basically it's about this young woman who has an affair and then kills herself. Mm. But God, is it a drag. It's, it's, uh, I had to read it in 10th grade, and hoof, hoof, hoof. My uh, my junior year of high school, uh, my English teacher was Miss McDowell, uh, Beck McDowell. She's an author. She's published some books. Go check them out. Um, but it was uh, that was a super great year because we were doing like creative nonfiction books. Like yeah. we read oh, the things cool. they carried, which kind of I've read the, the things line. they carried too. Yeah, that's another one that makes it on the favorites list. It's really great. There's this scene where this this uh, soldier dies. It's about the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where this soldier dies in a field of shit, and it is so evocative. Yeah. And then my favorite scene in the book is when uh, one of the characters is uh, killing a baby buffalo. Mm. It's intense. Yeah. Just like camping. Yeah. Just like Nam. <sighs> um, so I will say there is this period of like... Mm. Late 1800s, early 1900s, like turn of the century writers that yeah. are just like, y'all are a little, a little yeah. dry. Gotta, let's speed this along. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. I liked a lot of books that I read when I was in high school. Did you ever read An Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge? No. No. Oh, it's one of my favorite short stories of all time. It's great. Uh, it's about this soldier slash prisoner who's being, uh, he's at the gallows. At Owl Creek Bridge, mm-hmm. and he like he's going through the whole motions of being executed, and they do the lever to lower him, and the noose breaks, and he just swims down the uh, stream, and like he's having this lovely trip down the bridge, and it just it goes on and on with this lovely, beautiful language. He's describing nature and everything around him, but then it loops back to him. Hanging from the gallows. Uh, no, it was all a dream. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's 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 so beautiful though because it makes yeah. sense because it's uh, it's a very weird philosophy. Like, let's say, have you ever had? Oh, a- like his soul leaves his body, <laughs> exactly. falls into the river, and goes down the river. That, or let's say, DMT is firing off in his brain, and and he's imagining how like lovely and beautiful nature is. Yeah. Sure, sure. Because uh, it's time of dying. Like I have like this head cannon about life. Like, have you ever had a close call with death? Not really. No. Yes. All right. See, all right. See, like, what if you actually died in that moment, mm-hmm. and everything after that moment has just been a dream of your body, like slowly decaying into. Like worm food. Well, this is a very long dream, and I'm very upset. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I call, did. Also, my imagination is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It's meta as hell. Yeah. I, uh, I wait. I could imagine anything, and I imagined you people. <laughs> yeah, right? for real. All right. Sure. See, that, that's what breaks that uh, oma- or that uh, mirage or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because hopefully, I would have put myself in a better situation. <laughs> than this. Right. Right. It's like, uh, all right. Is it episode time? I think it's episode time. It's episode time. Yeah. Travis. Yeah. The episode of Scarecrow. Scarecrow. What do you think is going to happen? All right. So Sam and Dean mm-hmm. are going to go. They're going to be at a, wherever their next destination is. We never know. They're, they were in Illinois and now they're going to be in, uh, let's pick a random place like Kansas. And so. <laughs> totally they, random. They go to Kansas 
and they hear about this really crazy road, this like haunted road, and it it'll like flash yellow sometimes. <laughs> So they go on it, and they're trying to see what it's about, and they meet, like, this dude that's made of metal, and a lion, and a, a talking scarecrow. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, the how can a scarecrow talk without any brains? And then the scarecrow is like, lots of people talk that don't have brains. And they're like, <laughs> good point, scarecrow. Pointed. And then they go melt a witch, and then that's the episode. All right, well, let's <laughs> fucking see. Let's, let's find a, out. That's a poignant assertion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I see the scarecrow's taking some satire. (laughs) Every day, cryptids suffer. They are hungry, tired, starved for attention. Here at the Cryptid Reserve and Protection Service, we are dedicated to giving to cryptids in need. You can say, I won't stand by while innocent cryptids suffer. For just 16 cents a day, you can give a human sacrifice to the carnivorous tree behind your grandmother's house. Call today. Call tomorrow. Call 10 days ago. Call one 666 2727 and sponsor a cryptid today. Obviously, we just watched the episode. We did. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Going to break this motherfucker down. Like Do it. Let's get it. it. Let's, let's get let's it done. Let's talk about it. All right. Episode Scarecrow. Yeah. Opens with this lovely Mayberry-esque town. Mm-hmm. The townsfolk are taking care of this lovely young couple, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Tips. And I don't remember <clears> the woman's <throat> name because it's early 2000s and I don't have to. Let's oh, call, let's call it's, them um, Mr. Holly. Tip. Yeah. It's okay. Holly and Mr. Tips. Holly and Mr. And Mr. Tips. Uh, his, we, so we call his name is Vince. Yeah. But it's Frosted Tips. It's Frosted Tips and tips. vaguely goth. Girl. Yeah. Frosted Tips. And this motherfucker looks like the Kmart version of the lead singer of Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of Sharknado fame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked like he could have fronted a Mark McGrath. Cover band. He, he looked like his dream was one day being accused of assault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like everywhere he goes, statues crumble for him. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how much you love him. He looks, like, he looks like he'll never have kids, but he will be uncomfortably close to his nieces. There you go. <laughs> Only right. when they're in high school, though. They'll drift apart once they go to college. Uh, do you have something to add, or are you just laughing so hard? <laughs> All around the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, what I'm trying to say is that this, this guy looks super annoying. <laughs> also, he has a tribal tattoo, so he's, he's got this super tattoo. annoying. Yeah. Uh, oh, we'll get there, baby. We'll get there. 
All right, so we'll get there. The townsfolk are taking care of them, like fattening the pig before slaughter style. Foreshadowing, I think not. And so, like, uh, they get their car fixed and everything. It's getting dark. And the uh, the guy from uh, the killing who plays Mayor Adams tells the couple how to get back to the highway. And so they start driving. And they're in, like, a pretty new Mustang. Yeah. For the time. And they get down the road. And then, like, the way it's panned, you just, the headlights start to die. And the car itself just stops. Much like me burping right now. Yep. And so... They start to figure to freak out, and they get out of the car. Step one in any horror scenario, don't fucking do. Yeah. Especially if you're the dude. Let her stay in the car. Yeah. Don't, she doesn't have to get out. I mean, damn. And then, so, they both get, they get out of the car, and they start wandering through an orchard, which, I don't know, like, you're going to find a car to hitchhike to. Yeah. Like, I think they say there's a house or something. I never yeah, it saw like, it. it looks like your house. Maybe they were hallucinating. Probably, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that apple pie had some, some LSD in it or something. I, I hope. Those are some fucking good apples. Yeah. I, I bet. some. <laughs> How do you like them apples? Ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, it was right there. It was. And I had to... You had to reach Fuck out for it. You had to reach out for I that low to, hanging fruit. Look, I uh, I saw it hanging on the forbidden tree. All right, and I needed that knowledge of good and evil. All right. Anyways, continue. And so they start wandering through the forest. Double bad idea. Yeah. And then that's when they like they point out the scarecrow, and then they turn away, and it does that classic thing of the yeah. scarecrow turning to look at them, and then they turn back, and it just stops moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this episode, I've said this numerous times this evening, very much similar to my favorite film fan or one of my favorite horror film franchises, Jeepers Creepers. If you haven't Jeepers seen it, Creepers. go watch it. Justin Jeepers Long is in the first one. Creepers, where'd, where'd you, you get, get the beepers? Jeepers <laughs> Creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Okay, I'm pretty sure that's in the public domain. It is. I'm pretty You're done about to find <laughs> out. Yeah, we'll find out when this episode airs. Yeah. Damn right. Or more likely a couple weeks after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully a month or two. And so they just keep walking and then they look back and the scarecrow is gone. Yeah. And then it starts chasing them very much. You know, all a slasher film because it's a good one. Mm-hmm. And so they die. Of yeah. course they do because it's, yep. the, it's the cold cut. Because they don't know what universe they live in. Yep. And then they die and we cut to Sam and Dane. They're driving down the road. I think Sam is driving, correct? Yeah. Which is a rare thing in the supernatural universe. Talk about their dad. Oh, well, that's what I'm about to. Okay. Because they start, because they're deciding on where to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dean wants to go to the job, and Sam wants to go to uh, California to find him. Right. And, like, Dean's like, no, uh, we got to do this job. We got to take care of this. We got to save people and kill things. Mm. And Sam's like, no, we got to find dad. I'm tired of this bullshit soldier bull crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, because they talked to him on the phone before that. I'm sorry. And because uh, it jumps back to like where we left them at like the previous episode. And Sam's on the phone with him. And Sergeant Winchester, which, which is what I wrote down in my notes, is very much like, I gave you an order. Follow this order. Do the job. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, no, I need to see you. We need to talk about this shit. We gotta, we gotta, like, send this out, man. And so, like, this, that conversation continues between, like, Sam and Dean on the road. And Sam just says, fuck it. Uh, pulls over to the side and says, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to 
going to do my own thing. I'm going to go find, I'm going to go to California by myself, find that. And you know what? And Sam's like, you know what? Or Dean says, fuck you. You can do your own shit. Yeah, I'm doing like, this job. Fuck me. How about fuck you? <laughs> yeah. But fuck me too. But don't fuck me. But fuck you. And they said that on the WB. On the on the WB. <laughs> Back in 2005. <laughs> Just kidding. But the Go on. the next thing I have my I have in my notes is hashtag Splitsville again. Splitsville. <laughs> and so then we like okay so like I really want to be with Dean but he. He doesn't understand my feelings. It's hard to get away and fly. That's Sa- not a comment on how I think Sam is acting. I, I get it. Sam and Dean have a better will they, won't they, than Ross and Rachel. And it's gone on for 13 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And so Dean, of course, goes to the job. And then we see uh, Sam. He's trying to hitchhike down the road. And he finds this. Hot as hell, blonde woman, if you Can will. I just say, her hair's been cut off and she's dressed like a slut. <laughs> <laughs> she's either going to die or she's a plot device. Mm. Hey. It's one of the two. And so, Sam and uh, Meg, as her name is in the show, have a conversation about, which I like to call hashtag relatable. Because she's talking about how she uh, she left home because she didn't agree with her family because she didn't want to do what her family was forcing her to do. Yeah, they tried to yeah. put me in a box. Where have we heard that before in Supernatural? Oh my god, me too. <laughs> <laughs> this is so crazy. It's like we're on the same wavelength. Because Sam just starts to swoon as soon as she starts spinning that bullcrap at him. And then we cut back to Dane, who is walking through Mayberry, and he sees Scotty's diner. And he sees this dude just chilling. And he looks at the sign and looks at the guy and just points at him and goes, I'm a guess Scotty, right? Yo, are you Scotty? <laughs> and Scotty just looks at the sign and says, that'd be me. Beam me up, brother. <laughs> what do you know about what's happening? But I'm, Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. <sighs> <laughs> I think out of all the references, I don't know why that one made me sigh the most. Oh, you don't like Lustra? <laughs> Yeah, that's the name of the oh, band that plays of, Scotty Doesn't Know. You're not a fan uh, of Eurotrip? Is that is that the movie that it's in? Yeah. <laughs> Eurotrip is the movie. Lustra is the band. Uh, do you know why Matt Damon plays the uh, lead singer? I was also, no. I was also thinking would, of a scene in Austin Powers. In college, uh, <laughs> uh, back when Matt Damon was in college, he was best friends with, uh, I think, the lead singer of Lustra. And when they were going to be in the movie, uh, they were like, hey, do you want to be the lead singer? And he says, fuck yes. Nice. Well, my life is not enriched because I know that fact. You're so, welcome. thank hey. you. Hey, you want to like know eating- a fact that can enrich your life? The song Jeepers Creepers <laughs> is from a movie back in the 30s. And the song specifically was written about a horse. Really? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, and so uh, Dean is talking yeah, to Scotty. We're just going to move away from that. <laughs> and Dean does one of my favorite. This, this, uh, you guys the- never appreciate my horse facts. <laughs> it's because you're just horsing around. We hate horses. Yeah. You're just horsing around. You over hear there me, all world? I, Ari Kobler, hate horses. I say nay to your horse facts. Oh, my God. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Let's move on. <laughs> right. Anyway, so Dean. So Dean is talking to Scotty, and as Dean is wont to do, he introduces himself as a classic rock icon, and he introduces himself oh, as yeah. John, John Bonham. Bonham. And Scotty just looks at him, and without missing a debate, he's like, isn't that the drummer from Led Zeppelin? And he's like, all right, good okay, eye, good cool. eye. And Dean just like, <laughs> you know what? classic. I, yeah. 
Because it just hits him like upside the head because no one ever picks up on it. And yeah. that's amazing to me. Like, if he said it to teenagers, sure, but he's saying it to, like, middle-aged people. Yeah, not even middle-aged, but, like, a dude who probably went to the first Led Zeppelin concert. He probably saw John Bonham live. Yeah, that's how old he is. Yeah. By the way, John Bonham, like, died in the 80s, for people who don't understand the reference. He died, uh... Was it an overdose? No, well, it sort of... It was, like, he went on a binger and then choked on his own vomit. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. All uh Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's uh what's funny yeah. is he and uh, Hendrix are like a couple of mainstays and you guys Did you have Dare at Randolph? Yeah. Okay. They would use like a Jimi Hendrix choked in his own vomit and like they would be like, That's why you shouldn't smoke pot. And I'm like, yeah. that's no, he drank too much. <laughs> he didn't get too much. Well high. like heroin probably. A mm. little bit. A little bit of both. I mean that's how what's her favorite that's how Jessica Jones dies in uh sorry. Uh, spoilers, spoilers for a show I haven't watched. It's cool. I'm not going to watch Jessica Jones. Wait, what? Never mind. You you seen all of Breaking Bad, right? No, not yet. Oh shit. Oh, 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 oh no, but you you've seen past that point. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it's in like season two of season three. I was three like, of Jessica Breaking Jones Bad. doesn't die in her own show. That she doesn't does, make any sense. She, it's, it's, she has to be in the Defenders. It's like one of those like triple like under like. Triple memes? Yeah. It's like, it was, it's like, a, like layers of memes. It was kind of like how Luke then. Skywalker was the, uh, you know, started the like war how, between the four nations in Avatar The Last Airbender. Well, kind of like how... Uh, yeah! <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, or how... Mark Hamill's a very prolific voice actor. All right, continuing back <laughs> to the episode. God, oh, shit. I've barely even moved, like, the story along. You really so, have. Man. All right, so Dean does that with Scotty. And Scotty's just kind of an asshole to him. And he goes to find the orchard, and he comes back. Yeah, like, it's a little bit later, and there's a couple. No, 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 because uh, Dean asks everybody about, his, like, his friends. Yeah, he goes Mr. around, and he's like, hey, my yeah, friends missing are missing. couple. Mr. Tips and Holly, and, like, they're mm-hmm. uh, like they're trying to play off like they don't know about them. You're like, oh, yeah, they never came through here. Never I've saw never them. seen these. Until never, they don't never come seen these people. These mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until the niece is like, did one of them have a tattoo? Yeah, the yeah. niece whose name is... Blondie Mc... Blondie... Lady. They, I don't think they even say her name. They do. Harley? Harley. Harley? It's something like... It's some ridiculous yeah. age. I mean, Harley is a fine name. I've got a name for it, but I'll, t- I'll say it later on in the episode. Okay. And so, then uh, Dean finds out that they got sent past the orchard, and he gets directions to the orchard, and he goes and checks it out, and he sees the scared crow... And he's like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, he's like, oh, God. And he doesn't find anything there until he goes up to the Scarecrow and, like, checks out his arm. And, and he got... sees the tattoo. And he, like, it... the thing on the... It's got the thing. He, he whips out the missing persons page. And the guy is just, like, flexing his <laughs> arm, like, holding yeah, a cup of coffee. They used, like, okay, they use the worst picture for Mr. Tips. Because his face is, like, scrunched. And his tattoo is just, like... That's like, the only thing in frame. The guy taking the focus. picture was, like... Here, show off the most rememberable parts about you. So, just in case your body ever needs to be identified, yeah. <laughs> and in a creepy orchard where you're probably not going to die. All right, bye bye. Like that is insane. Yeah. But yeah, poor Mister Tips. He. Mister Tips sounds like he a died name for too. A cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mister Tips is going to be the name of my next cat. Sorry, Stephen and Ducky. <laughs> and so, finding uh, Mister Tips's arm on the scarecrow, he goes back to uh, Burkittsville slash Mayberry, and. He starts, like, questioning, and then he finds out, like, there's another couple there. 
mm-hmm. while he's getting gas, and he goes back into Scotty's diner, and no one is in there except Scotty and the couple. Yeah. And so he goes back in there, and uh, he says, hey, what's up, Scotty? Let me get a black coffee, please. And he goes to sit down next to the couple. Uh, he sees, like, the couple has pie, and they're enjoying it, and Scotty's, like, treating them very nicely. And Scotty gives no fucks about Dean at all. Yeah. Does not bring him coffee, pie, or what have you. Not even a damn smile. And so... And what's uh, he, what, what is service without a smile? Right? Not service. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just rude. Dean starts talking to him about how, like, uh, he asks him about their car and what's wrong with it. He's like, you know what? I could probably help you. I can get you out of here in about an hour or get you out of here before dark. And they're like, nah, we'll just have the mechanic do it. I think he knows what he's doing. He's the professional here. We'll just have the mechanic do it, and don't worry. We're going to live forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be fine. We're going to live forever. It's fine. Yeah, they're singing I Will Survive. <laughs> yeah. The cake cover. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, they start. They continue with their conversation, and Dane is like, "You know what? These, you know, these roads really aren't safe at night." And then both of them are real sketched out by him. They're like, "You know what? Yeah, Just leave I us the fuck alone." Why? Dean says the sentence, "You know, you could be in danger." <laughs> Which, if somebody said that to me and they were a stranger, I'd be like, "Oh, cool. I'm You're about, a serial killer. I'm about to die. This conversation is over." Yeah, yep. like. I would be like, awesome. Well, I'm going to leave this diner right now. No, well, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> but, uh. And that's, that's when Scotty walks back in and he says, oh, hey, Sheriff. Yeah. Who looks like, as uh, Travis put it, a blonde Ben Stiller. Yeah. He's which a was on the nose. Man. <laughs> Very striking. <laughs> and that's when uh, he walks up to Dane, the sheriff, and he says, uh, I'd like a word, please. And then we jump cut to Dean being chased out of town by a police cruiser. And he, he calls Dean, and then, or Dean calls Sam, and he's at the bus stop with Meg. And they're having a lovely conversation about, like, they're getting to know each other. Like, Meg is, like, spinning that web of, oh, my family's shitty, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, Dean is telling Sam about how, like, the scarecrow is being, like, freaky and shit. He's going to go talk to a college professor or something about it and check it out some more. We have uh, Sam and Meg talking about, like, the family stuff. And they're, like, it's definitely, like, sparks are flying, if you will. Oh, yeah. And then we cut back to... uh, Do you have a shitty family? I have a shitty family. Oh, Oh my God. Like, we have so much in common. Are you an Aries? (laughs) This is crazy. And so we cut back to... Okay, first of all, two Aries don't get along. Continue. Okay. Of course, Mr. Okay. Look. No. This is no 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 that's gonna that's gonna be a hell of a tangent. So any hoozle <laughs> we cut back to Dean who's at the professor's office. And they're start they're flipping through an old book talking about pagan gods and stuff. And they flip through and they get to this one page with the scarecrow and like Dean is like, What about this one? Oh yeah, that's the one. That's the one that looks like the one I'm looking for. Exactly. And then the professor starts explaining and like talking about like how uh Norsemen believed that it needed like a yearly sacrifice. Yeah, of, of a man and a woman, and, yeah. and it's like, and it's connected to a sacred tree. It's got Ain't a sacred tree, and it's got to get the man and woman, and then he eats them, and then it's, you know, another year goes by, and then he eats it's, another man and woman. He like blesses the land around him and shit. Yeah, well, it looks like you have to do this ritual in April. Hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, no, that's a thing you were talking about. No, that's in the show. No, 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 about spring coming faster. Yeah, but in the show they have to do the they have to do the uh, ritual in the second week of April. 
to talk about that. Right, right. No, but I was talking about something else you were talking about. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Tangent. We're going to get to that. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll I got a lot to talk about in the myth section. It's going to be a good time. It is. So that's when like the professor starts going off on Dean. He's like, you know, this isn't real. This is all just fairy tales and uh, shit like that. And it's like Dean's like, of course, like, I, I, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah sure. I know. It's all it's all fake. Oh, I yeah, get that, professor. Fake. I got you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Meanwhile, before that, Dean was like, first of all, he was talking so intensely. Oh yeah, he was. He was like, so hypothetically, hypothetically, if we burn down this tree. If we burn down the tree, the, 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 they would kill the god. They would kill the pagan god, right? That's the, my Dean impression. Yeah, the dude's just like. That's a good Dean. Yeah, I'll give you that voices. I don't know. And the saying. college professor guy is just like, <laughs> "This is hypothetical, right?" Sure. sure. This is all. This is all fake, Sonny. You, yeah, you yeah. get that, right? And Dean's like, "Yeah, of course, of course." What else would I be talking about? I don't actually think I could kill a god. A wink, <laughs> and uh, and that's when Dean goes to leave. And as soon as he opens the door, we see the butt of a shotgun just yeah, smack just him in the boom, face, right in there. I jumped. I was yeah. not expecting it. I laughed my ass off because that was funny as hell. Because I've seen this show a lot. Yeah, and this is one of my favorite ones. And so that happens, and the professor and the sheriff just shared this like stare of like, yeah, like, yeah we, we got him. We, we took this him. fucker down. And then we jump cut back to uh, Sam and Meg, and like Sam is just staring at his phone. And he's like, I've been trying to contact my brother for three hours, and all I'm getting is voicemail. Is that your Sam impression? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Batman. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Sam man. I'm the goddamn Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the goddamn Batman. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and Meg is like, uh, so fucking what? Just leave, us, leave, us, leave him alone. Leave him in the dust. He, he can take care of himself. And Sam's like, nah, this isn't right. This Something smells fishy here, as it often does in the supernatural universe. And Meg was like, oh, that's me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meg is actually a drag queen. This, and she, this, she was just looking uh, super fishy that this night. This body I'm in, I haven't washed it. I mean, my body. <laughs> a wink. <laughs> Turns to the camera. My body. A wink. And then she's like, uh, the bus is about to leave. And Sam's like, well, you better be on it. Sounds like you need to go. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to Burkittsville. To California. <laughs> <laughs> and so we see, because what I remember happening, uh, happening next is we see like Sam going, like he's going to go head off to Burkittsville. Yeah. And then we cut back to the uh, townsfolk uh, talking about how like how they feel about offering up the niece along with Dean as a oh, sacrifice. Yeah. And they're sad about it, but then they're like, oh, but it'll save all of us. Yeah, because they're all being like, woe is me. I have the worst part of the job. Yeah. Which yeah, is just... I have to direct people to be murdered. My life is hard. Yeah, <laughs> I only do this once every year. Yeah. Well, uh, the it's way like, it sounds, geez. they have to have like two or three couples. And like, as far as we know, they they only have... Like the first. Well, I think yeah, actually, they have they have one of... week to do this. Mm. I don't think it has to be multiple couples. I think it only has to be one couple. Well, they well they got uh, Mr. Tips and Holly. That no, was that a, happened that last year. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. the is opening is said one year ago. That's Although true. I will say this, it is extremely fortunate for this town mm. that a couple 
passes through there every year yeah. on well, a road trip. During that week. Yeah, during that week. In the spring. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know. amazing that that happens. No, I think, that's, I think that's a pretty normal occurrence. Really? Yeah. I mean, you think... Because I've been on a road trip, but I haven't even stopped in Indiana. Well, well, that's because you're not... That's because of where you live. I mean, I guess. Also, we're like poking holes in fiction. I, yeah. Yeah, but that's part of the fun. That is true. <laughs> I mean... The point is, is that it not, is extra... It is almost a miracle that that happened. Bum, bum, bum. What I'm saying is that I think the... Uh, my headcanon is I think the pagan god directed them to the town. Uh, ah, yeah, okay. Fair enough, yeah, fair that enough. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a god. And then, uh, so they're having that conversation, and they're like, there's this cellar that Dane is chained up in, mm-hmm. and then they lead the niece down there, and like the mayor from the killing says something to, to Dean about the whole shit. Uh... And then it cuts back to night, and then the niece and Dean are being handcuffed to another tree. And she turns to Dean and says, "So how are we going to get out of this one?" And Dean's yeah. like, "I'm, I'm, I'm working, working, I'm on working it. on it." And then, they, like yeah, a few hours get, pass, yeah, they get chained night. up. They <laughs> yeah. get chained up during the day. Yeah, yeah sorry. And then I, I'm assuming at least five hours pass. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, do you have a plan?" I'm working on it. It's like. <laughs> And she's, and she's like, you don't like, have a plan, do you? don't have do a you? fucking plan. We're yeah. going to die. He's like, I'm working on it. And then Dean's like, watch that scarecrow. Yeah. Well, no, no. Because uh, that's when Sam walks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam walks up. She thinks it's a scarecrow. <clears throat> and she's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And it's just fucking Sam. And then because he starts to let Dean out first. Because yeah. he's gentlemanly like that. And so, uh, what, chivalry's kind of dead in the show. I'll yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of not, like, rescuing the female first. And maybe that's just like our southern. You know what? Hashtag feminism. Yeah. <laughs> just because you're a woman doesn't mean you get deserve to get saved first. I guess no. so. I mean, I will say this: your level of getting saved <clears throat> has is, nothing to do with gender. Is an order of plot relevance. <clears throat> this is true. Well, I mean, like it's you know it's a it's a. But also, I mean, that's it's an just... in group out group thing. Yeah. Sam doesn't know that woman from Eve. That's true. But Dean's his brother. But, uh... I mean, shit, if my sister were tied to a tree with some stranger, I'd save, I would save my sister first. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, that's Fair true. Enough. At enough. the same time, like, that's kind of how Ben and I were raised in the Southern culture. Mm. Yeah. Like, and Tom Hand will fucking tell you about it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a woman, so I can punch a man in the face and it doesn't matter. Exactly. This is very true. <laughs> yeah. I get, like, the man would get blamed for you punching him in the face. Yeah. Exactly. Which is bad. God, so bad. <laughs> God, bad. That's but, like uh, south, baby. So, so Sam sets them free. So Sam sets Dean free, and Dean says to Sam, hey, keep an eye on that scarecrow. And Sam turns like, and goes, like, what, what scarecrow? scarecrow? Da, da, da. <laughs> And yeah, Dean it goes, literally does like cut after that because <laughs> Dean essentially makes the the equivalent of what the fuck face on the WB, yeah, yeah. or the CW, and All that's the when they start like looking around, and that's when uh, the scarecrow starts coming at them, mm-hmm. and they start running away because apparently the scarecrow cannot fight; he cannot go outside of the orchard. Yes, which. He's a pagan Which, guy. Which, I mean, it's fair, though. That's where his tree is. He can only yeah, be okay. in the circumference of his tree. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And then that's when they leave, and they come back during the day, and they well, burn... Well, hold on. No, no, Before that happens... Something? They get stopped... They get stopped by the townspeople, Mm. which I'm convinced that this small town is only those 
four people. Well, yeah, it's Mayberry. It's just... Uh... Well, I mean, think about it. You have a secret you're keeping from the rest of the world mm. that once a year, you lead two people to their death. Well, the, you gonna tell everybody? The niece uh, does drop the line that the surrounding towns like fucking suck. Oh, There's nothing yeah. there, nothing. Yeah. And then this one is miraculously staying afloat. Right, yeah. but the niece didn't know, so it's not totally out of the question that like other than the sheriff, the diner guy, professor, yeah, and the mayor and the, and the mayor's wife, it's not crazy to people, think that yeah. like they they're the only ones who know because they're the people who get it going. But we saw right. no other cars, no other people in yeah, this town. Yeah, it was like a ghost yeah, town well, other than them. Yeah. I mean, extras cost But money. also, if it's, it's... I guess if it's... It's like a farming community. That's true. So, I mean, if the only, if the only like... I'm sure people industry live a hundred the acres away from each other. Right. Yeah. If the only industry there is the orchard and then, like, a small diner and a gas station to, like, feed the people who work on the orchard, like, it's not going to be a huge town. Yeah. True. I mean, shit, there are towns that are, like, 30 people, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's not even a town at that point. That's a village. Yeah. yeah. A hamlet. Yeah. But after the confrontation with the townsfolk, mm-hmm. they come back during the day and burn that fucking tree to the ground. They set yep. up, yes. like they, they cover it with gasoline, and that's when the niece, what was I going to call her? Uh, Mrs. Exposition Pagan Sacrifice. <laughs> that she. Mrs. Lamb. Mrs. Lamb. Oh, yeah, that's right, better, there you that's, go. That's a shorter Miss, name. Miss Lamb. Miss Lamb. Well, and before they get out of the confrontation, because mm. Scarecrow. Like he, yeah, because he attacks he, the town. He he uh, he doesn't give a fuck who yeah. he gets as his sacrifice. Yeah, he doesn't so care. So he kills the mayor and the mayor's wife, the Miss Miss Lamb's uh, uncle and aunt. Yeah, and um, everybody else just scatters after that, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they come back during the day and burn. Yeah, the tree. they're like, oh fuck, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, because uh, they pour the gasoline, and Dean is starting to reach to a, with the torch, the makeshift torch, to a burn it. And that's when she says, no, nah, let me. Yeah. yeah, let me do it. Yeah. I loved that. And that Dean's like, the town's going to die. And she's like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I it get it. It deserves it. Yeah. And then that's she why she said it. it deserves it. Yeah, yeah. and then she, she leaves, and Sam and Dean have a yeah. chick flick moment. Yeah. Yep. Where they talk, Sam's like, no, we're going to do this together. Like, I wanted to leave before. Mm. I still want to figure out who killed Mom and Jess, but... It's important that I stay with you. You're all I have left. Yeah. And then the best scene happens. Rock music plays. Rock brackets. Rock music plays and brackets. Yeah. And what happens? Meg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Meg. We see Meg. Uh, she's in a van with another guy. Uh, as we were talking during the show, she cuts a man loose. She cuts. Because she says when she when she runs into Sam because she gets in a car with uh, with uh, this. Uh, shady van guy. Shady van guy. And shady van guy's like, yeah, I'm not picking you up. You're a guy. And yeah. You can be a serial killer. I'm going to pick up the cute girl. Yeah. And she runs into Sam later at the bus station. Mm. And she's like, and Sam's like, what happened to the shady van guy? And she's like, I cut him loose. And we were like, you cut him loose? Wink, oh, wink. Wink, wink, yeah. wink nudge, nudge. Yeah. Sanimal, Sanimal. Yeah, that Shady Van guy was like, hi, I'm Shady Van guy. I'm going to live forever. And she was like, all right, well, let's Fair talk enough. about this. <laughs> and then we, the episode kind of ends with uh, Meg in another Shady Van, alluding that she's going to give the man some head, if you know what I'm saying. On the road. Yeah. A wink. 
And then they pull over, and she's like, oh, I just need to make a call first. And, like, she whips out, like, this uh, satanic goblet. Yeah, this fucking and he's goblet like, with, he's like, like, what the fuck is melting that? Melting faces on she's it. She's like, he's like, do you need to uh, borrow a cell phone? She's like, nah, it's that kind of call. Or not that kind of call. I'm making a long distance call, if it, you know what I mean. Is she just like oh, this, nin- this ninja dagger move just like slits the man's throat and starts yeah. filling up the goblet and has like a conversation and it ends with, yes, my father. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, why couldn't I just kidnap Sam and Dean? Like, I'm fucking demon. I could have taken them both. Yeah. And the, and the guy in the cup presumably says something like that's like, no. Not yet. And she's like, cool. Cool beans, yo. And then credits roll. Rock music plays. Rock music plays. This is one of, I think, yeah, I mentioned, yeah, we talked about Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Another thing this reminds me of, I'm sure I've mentioned them before and y'all probably read them. I know you definitely did at least a little bit. Uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yes. It's either in, it's not in the first one. I want to say it's either in the second or the third one. There's this story about these two farm brothers or brothers who are farmers that live in this cottage together. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have this scarecrow that they make to look like their shitty neighbor and they just abuse the fuck out of it. Oh, and it turns out that they turned it into a voodoo doll? Yeah, kind of, sort of. It kind of, it starts to come to life. Oh. And it starts to, it basically becomes a golem for them. It can follow, like, a basic task, but they're just assholes to this thing. Mm -hmm. And it starts becoming creepier and creepier, and it, like, attacks, I think it's been a while since I read this story, but I remember it kind of becoming, like, weirdly serial killer-y. Like, it would... Like, pretend to be a person. Like, Whoa. pretend to sleep and pretend to eat and stuff like that. And it gets to the point where it just mutilates a cow and they get freaked out. And they just leave and they're just chilling, like, like a mile away. They can see their house and stuff. And they they leave and, like, uh, they start looking back and the scarecrow is, like, walking on the roof of the house. And it's got, like, these tarps that it's laying across the roof. Hmm. Uh, and like one of them's like, all right, you stay here. I'm going to go see what's up. And like a while passes and the guy's just watching and watching. And eventually he sees the scarecrow walk back onto the roof with like this scarlet red tarp. And he comes back and he sees that it's his brother's skin on the roof. I really want to read that story again because I'm fairly certain I got some of that wrong. Yeah. But it's still good though, right? I mean, I can see the similarities. I also see some references from the lottery. Yes. Oh, very, very much that. Yeah. Big time. I mean, anytime you're like, yeah, we're a town. We sacrifice one of our town members once a year because of harvest. It's going to be like, oh, lottery. The lottery, a modest proposal. The list goes on. Mm -hmm. A modest proposal, less, I think. It, well, it's kind of it's specifically with how like the town. It's the uh, when the townsfolk meet together when they're like discussing using the niece as a sacrifice is what makes me think of. Oh, know, okay, like a sacrificing. Well, she's not a child, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, Compared to them, yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about some more students in the episode. The very first note I read was, "I don't trust a mother from Indiana." Yeah. <laughs> and I was right. Yeah. Uh, I was you, right. You had like seven notes within four minutes of this episode. I wrote, I have a lot of feelings about this episode. <laughs> I love this episode. Ari made us pause the episode for like a solid five yeah, minutes. Yeah, so she could yeah. finish yeah. writing yeah. some notes. Yeah. Like, I hear they are. 
Yeah, one of mine was, who's your daddy? Yeah. Oh. I said, this motherfucker deserves to die. Frosted tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks uh, yeah, like this... he went through the donut glaze machine at Dunkin' Donuts. This... Like, oh, him. God. Then my next note was, hi, my name is Holly, and this is Frosted Tips, and we're going to live forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, uh, I got a super big vibe off of that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that, I re- this guy. I really wish the I'm such and such, and I'm going to live forever, I, that needs to be a t-shirt of ours. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make that into a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm blank, and no, I'm going to live we'll make, forever. hi, I'm Frosted Tips, and I'm going to live forever. That's the t-shirt. That's the t-shirt. Okay, and I just want to say, girl, Holly... You can do better. Yeah. Even in 2005, Frosted Tips were dated. I don't know. That motherfucker with the yeah. uh, the Mustang, the Silver Mustang GT. Silver Mustang, but Frosted Tips too. That's a little and, over the top. Yeah. And that swaggy shirt. That that shirt was very 2005. I'm pretty sure it was like an Abercrombie shirt. You know what was in 2005? That classic leather jacket Holly was wearing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean she classic looked is timeless. 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 In, in April? Timeless girl. It is Indiana. It's still a little chilly. Uh, yeah, it's no, the second enough. week of April. There's still snow on the ground in some places. That's yeah, true. Yeah, we're from Huntsville, Alabama, so Where we're just like, just melting oh, all it's the time. hot all the time. Yeah. We're, we're in hell. This I'm, is hell. I'm wearing so a tank top and shorts right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't worn a jacket in three years. <laughs> so, you know, we're going through yeah. some stuff is what I'm saying. Global I've warming never, has not been kind I've of I've never us. seen snow. Yeah. yeah. My balls are a sauna right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so mine anyway, too. So <laughs> That's how hot it is. Also, can we talk about what this motherfucking scarecrow looks like? Yeah. Because if you don't know that it's going to be a pagan god, you're going to be like, what are they trying to scare away? <laughs> Children? Dogs? <laughs> people? Especially not like... Crows. It's not for crows. It's not for crows, because it's a scarecrow that's under the tree line. Yeah, also, who's going to see this fucking scarecrow? People walking through the orchard. Also, what, who, who was never, it to say? Are you about to it say it? It was me. I'm about to say it. Okay. This scarecrow has hair. Yeah. You only give a scarecrow hair if you're expecting it to come to life. Yeah. It's All true. right. That yeah. is every time. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Every goddamn time. Um. I've never heard of a scarecrow being used in an orchard too. Yeah, it's That's usually yeah, reserved it's like for a, like out of the field. field. It doesn't seem like a thing because orchards are you know. Orchards. It's a bunch of trees. That being yeah. said, they're tall. Yeah, this tall as a tree. This is not the first thing or the last thing that Supernatural reappropriated for a plot point. Oh, yeah, we're about. Yeah. We're going yeah, to get into how wrong their mythology is. <laughs> let's, let's rock and roll. Which does not affect my enjoyment of the episode, but still, what? I was. I, lo- I looked it up and I was like, "Oh, this is totally not how it goes." No, that being said, like this is another one of your like good classic freak of the week. Supernatural, solid episodes. Yeah, yeah even absolutely. though get, they get a shit ton of stuff wrong and some plot. Yeah, it's well, it, it's you got plot, you got freaks, mm-hmm. you got crazy chicanerous mm-hmm. shit happen mm-hmm. from all sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. so you oh, know, I also wrote this is my last note of this like first little scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarecrow took his face. But he left those sweet tips. <laughs> oh yeah, that is Cause, true. Because the guy we don't we like the girl's running through the woods and she's lost. Mr. Tips. Yeah. And Holly's like, God, this is freaking me out. And he, she trips over his body, and we see that the scarecrow's taken off his face skin. Yeah. But those frosted tips are still fucking there. Yeah. 
Even the scarecrow knew that frosted tips were tacky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was, because. He's like, my hair, it, my hair is a matted mess. Yeah. It's out in the field all day. I don't get I've to take care of on, it. I've been rained on. I've been shit on by God and birds and God knows what else. But I do not want those frosted yeah. tips. Do you know what the scarecrow said to Mr. Tips before he killed him? What? What's that? You deserve to die. Those tips are hideous. Sugar Ray was overrated. So. <laughs> You'll never have a successful musician career because I'm going to kill you right now, but also because you're not very talented. Uh, that guy, yeah. Mr. Tips, definitely, definitely is the guy who brings out the guitar at every party. Yeah. People are just like, yeah, I really just want to catch up and talk with my friends. He was like a, and he's like, anyways, here's Wonderwall. He would be like the guitarist from uh, Animal House singing the song. If I could write you a song, it would have no end. If I uh, gave you a cherry, it would have no stone. <laughs> this is <laughs> a song <laughs> that never ends. Pretty much. It just keeps going on, my friends. Mm. Okay, and then let's talk about the conversation that Sam has with his dad. Yeah. yeah. Um... Because that's an interesting conversation. It, it very much is because what I wrote down for it, I think I mentioned it like talking through the episode. Uh, you can see the whole, like how John wanted them to just be soldiers. Yeah. Because he just acts like a drill sergeant. Oh, yeah. Like, I like, gave you an, you an order. He does. Do it. I will say this. This is the nicest thing I will say about John Winchester. Yeah. For the entire podcast, at least, at least he called. Oh no, there's no. there's one episode. There's well, there's a few things that John does that I can respect, but for the most part, yeah, yeah, he does try. Yeah, because in the beginning he says like I heard about your girlfriend and I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's and that is you know the solid dad move. Sweet, yeah. yeah. Except for this, he says. I would have done every, anything to protect you from that. And then I wrote, like, you know, not kicked you out of the house when you wanted to go to college. Yeah. Maybe not have cut off all contact with you and just stalked you for four years. You know, like a good dad. I think... Oh, whoops. I hate playing devil's advocate. I think it's a shitty thing to do. But I think John realized the best thing that he could have done after Sam left was just let him be his own person. Yeah. See, I don't think that's why he did it, but we can't get into what I my theory until we get to a few away. Uh, we we got to get to like mid season two. So yeah, oh, it's, it's like gonna be a. It's gonna be a years. minute. It's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be. It's gonna be April. It's gonna be a pagan harvesting season by the time we get to that episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, it's gonna be April when we record it. Who yeah. knows when the fuck it's gonna come out. So we do see, we do see like a gradual shift in that conversation where we do see John trying to be like, hey, I want to protect you. I'm, I'm doing this because I want you to be safe. I want yeah. you and your brother to be safe. Um, he says like, we can't even talk. It's not even safe for me to talk to you right now. Yeah. But then he does shift into like, son, I gave you an order. Yeah. Yeah. It was more like, I gave you an order. Get these names. Find these names. Follow the yeah. orders. And then yeah. Dean finally grabs the phone and he's like, Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, sir, like, yes, his sir. His back mm-hmm. straightens and his, yeah. and his, uh, I'm pretty sure John's shoulders jump and Dean's just like, how high? Yeah. yeah. He, he gave us our marching orders and that was to go to bumfuck Indiana. Left, 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 right, left. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite variations of that is, uh, 
you tell me to jump and I and I ask off of what. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is good. Hmm. Have you seen Stripes? No. And have you Wait, seen is that movie? about a racing horse that's no, actually no, a zebra? No, no. Okay, I'm no, thinking no. of a different movie. It's about a zebra who dreams of being a racing horse. Yeah. So that's... he paints himself brown. No, he doesn't paint himself brown. He just becomes a racing horse. And they're like, yeah, it's a fucking zebra. Deal yeah. with it. I was writing a DreamWorks movie. Not good enough for Pixar. We're like triply off tangent. We really thing. are. Yeah. So Pixar movie. So, um, but that that kind of like forms the basis for uh, Sam and Dean's fight that they have in the car. Yeah. And I will say this, normally when they fight about this, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of on the same side. This is the first time I see both. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Sam says something kind of shitty. Well, it's... Because I like to believe that Supernatural is just a live-action anime. It absolutely <laughs> is, yeah. And so much so that they made an anime. Exa- literally. Yeah. Wait, uh, they did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a few seasons of it. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Oh. We'll watch it at some point. And that's something that I haven't seen any of. Oh, I just God. know it exists. Me either. But I like to think that John is like the, hey, you guys are the superheroes. Y'all need to like serve your purpose mm-hmm. and protect people from these monsters. Right. Yeah. Because it's like a... Uh, Get in the fucking robot, Sam! Pretty much. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, this is what you've been designed to do. Yeah. Now do it. Exactly. It's like Mr. Wily for, or uh, Dr. Light forcing Mega Man to uh, attack the Robot Masters. Yeah. Like, Mega Man, who knows if Mega Man actually wanted to do that? No, all Mega Man wanted to do was dance. Yeah. And be a real boy. Mm. And now we're too far from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Dean and Sam get in the car. They're driving to uh, Burkittsville. And Sam's like, fuck you. No, we're driving to California. Like, we don't have to do what he says. And Dean's like, yeah, I mean, I get you. And then Sam says, no, you don't. Your mom died when you were four. Jess died six months ago. Mm. I am feeling this more right now. And I was like, "Hmm, all right, rude. Yeah, yeah, that was a little rude. But also, I see his point. I see his point. But even though, like, it's not as recent, he certainly felt the effects of not having his mom. Yeah. Um... You know, his dad went on a crazy vendetta. Yeah. Well, yep. as dads are wont to do when the mothers are viciously, viciously murdered in front of them. Was their mom blonde or did she have brown hair? She was, she was blonde. blonde. Oh, okay. Like angel hair because that was supposed to be. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Because um, that's like a dead anime mom thing. Yeah. They all have brown hair. Yeah, and their <laughs> children have pink. Yeah. And thankfully they avoided that trope for the show. I don't think it'd go over as well in live action. Yeah. Not in the not in the West, but I'll uh, you know, in the Japanese version of the show. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh can you imagine a live action like anime movie for a, Supernatural? A Supernatural, yes. Which I isn't can. the show, it's a specifically an adaptation from the anime. I would oh, I would God. love to believe that Dane can shoot a, a spirit gun, much like Yu Yu show, <laughs> but it is like it's powered by salt, so he can shoot ghosts with it, and it affects them. Oh my them. god! And then uh, Sam just has the psychic powers. Kuwabara! <laughs> Kuwabara! <laughs> yeah! So, <laughs> so Dean's power is he like sticks his hand in a bucket of water, and then sticks his hand in a bucket of salt, and then he like punches and then he does ghosts. this. <laughs> He's like, ah! <laughs> he waves his hand back and forth, and it's like. <laughs> All of this, yes. All of this, <laughs> he yes. just He just, like, furiously waves it back and forth at the ghost. Uh, now, is it rock salt? 
kosher salt or iodized salt? You know, I like to believe that it's rock salt for the guns. However, uh-huh. when they're salting and burning bones, it's kosher. Yeah. Okay. But also, because uh, something we haven't seen them do yet, I'm that not sure expensive. I want to talk about it. They uh, just use like it, the salt with like the girl with the uh, the umbrella. Mm-hmm. Oh, iodine. Iodine or iodized. 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 And uh, they just pour a circle with it because ghosts can't cross that threshold. Okay. Yeah. So it's situational. Yes. Gotcha. It is, yeah. I like to Because iodized salt would make a much better threshold than uh, rock, rock salt. salt or kosher salt. Well, even grains, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, but it's smaller. But if you shoot iodized through like a shotgun shell, it's not going to Yeah, it's just going to... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think they even say they use rock salt for the... Yeah, they're like, they're f- it's full of rock salt. Yeah. yeah. Because that's more—that's basically birdshot at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. Uh, what's next on the docket? Let's talk. Do you want to talk about Meg? Sure. Uh, what what part of when like they when Sam first meets Meg on the side of the road and she's just got these nice puppy dog eyes, that short cut hair, and that hot as hell look she's got about herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's got that like. Some might say she's... I'm hot in 2005, look. She's the demon next door. If they had opened up... Mm-hmm. The, if mm-hmm. Sam and, and, and Meg had opened up their conversation with, did it hurt? When you rose what? from hell? When you clawed out of hell? <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, yes, I am on board forever. Supernatural is great. I'm watching every episode. Sadly, that didn't happen because yeah. that would have just been a little too on the nose, I think, with the foreshadowing. What would have been a double rhinoplasty. I know, right? But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I love Meg. I she love is, the way she talks. I love this, the this, way she smells. This iteration of Meg is pretty cool. The other one is pretty awesome, too. Did you spoil it? Is that the worst thing we spoiled in this show? That's yeah. true. It's not. Yes, there are two Megs. And Meg 2.0 is better. But true. Meg look, 1.0 look, is where it all started. Wait, is it the same Meg? to be safe. It's the same Meg, but it's a different Meg. It's a different All right, Meg. So we'll see. Yeah, I've already guessed. I've already guessed what who the Meg is. Yeah, the so. Meg, the second Meg was on screen. Travis was like, "Demon." Pretty much. Demon. Yeah. Demon. Demon. So like, just everything screamed. Yeah, demon. Like, and then there at was the nothing end, nothing about she's... that situation that didn't. Yeah. Like that's just it was just a little too convenient. Yeah. That, like, how heavy-handed she was with, like, uh... Yeah, I'm surprised Sam didn't pick up on it. Sam was like, oh, you hate your dad, too? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. If somebody came up to me and was like... We should be besties. I don't know. I really struggled with what I wanted yeah. to do with my life. I mean, I love comedy, but also I think it's important to have a stable life and career and possibly a relationship later. Also, I, you know really care about my dad and we have a great relationship and my younger siblings and my mom I sometimes feel distant from but I care about it and I don't know how to react to that I would be like wow this is eerie how similar we are yeah, did that you read is a Wikipedia weird page? yeah I was like did you read are you God what's happening <laughs> um, are you just a stalker I have two what younger siblings a girl and a boy and I care about them both deeply mm. huh, weird I mean, these are all normal human things, mm-hmm. so it's not totally out of left field, but it's like you were sent to stalk me or something. Yeah. Like, See, that's why I'm way more difficult, because someone would have to walk up and be like, hey, I'm a fully functioning robot. I'm yeah. a synthetic organism. No. Yeah. yeah. No, here's what somebody would walk up to say to Travis and be like, that. they would be like, hey, how do you feel about ghosts? Yeah! <laughs> 
And Travis would be like, oh my god, we are going to get married. Yep. No, Travis would follow, follow that up with, you and I are dining rings, but they would say it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you and I are destiny rings. Oh, oh my god. god. It no, doesn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> um, you tried. I, I tried hard. Uh, and I got so far. Yeah. Um, and it didn't even matter. Didn't matter. <laughs> Nothing really matters. Mike Shinoda, uh, even yeah, no. Um, but uh, yeah, Meg's playing a little heavy-handed. Dude, she like her; those hands were made of cement. Yes. Yeah. Just Jesus. a titch. Uh, but she's so goddamn wonderful that I just don't care. I love every minute she's on screen. Yeah. I'm so excited that she's finally been introduced. Um, she's one badass bitch. She is a boss ass bitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it is the she whole... gives her favorite brother some t- trouble. So she do. But Sam, I think it's kind of cool. Like he just does not pick up at any of the. Oh, this might be too good to be true. Yeah, because well, he's because think... he's concerned about Dean. Yeah, he's too yeah. he's too tunnel visioned. Mm. And she's like, no. Don't go back to your brother. Stay with me. Yeah. I've got someone very important for you to meet in California. I mean, I need to go to California, too. Because, yeah, it's like the last... Good. <laughs> the last conversation before they're, like, she it's gets like, on the gonna bus. You're not going to come to California with me? Yeah, she's, she's again... She's just like, California. She basically, like, grabs Sand's hand and is like, come with me. If you want to live. Um, it's like, they just it's like, come, and then, like, a long pause... With me to California. Exactly. A wink. A wink. Uh, 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 um, and uh, Sam's uh, like, no, uh, I'm going to uh, go save my brother now. Going to Burke. Bye bye. Yeah. Why would you tell a stranger, even though you've had like, I don't know, two conversations with her over the course of 12 hours, like where you're going, especially if it's like yeah. a bumfuck town where your brother might be dead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's just a bad idea. I will say this. Who the knows? first time I saw this episode... Because I was, you know, young and dumb. Yeah. I was like, wait, is this going to be like Sam's girlfriend? What, why are they... <laughs> That's what I thought yeah, too. I thought it, it was going to be set her. up as like a meet cute. Um, because there's this moment where they're talking about their families and she says... She basically is like, oh my god, my life story is exactly the same as you. And then she has a moment where she's like, huh... It's crazy what you talk to people you hardly... What you say to people you hardly know. Yeah. And I just expected Sam to turn red and be like, Oh my god, me too. This is crazy. But I think the reason why Sam, like, overlooks her eccentricities Mm. is because he must have been hella isolated as a kid. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. College. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, Mm. he finally is with somebody who is not... You know, for the first time since Jess, yeah. who is not his family, mm-hmm. and is not the brother that he is with literally every second of every day, except when they're like, I guess, investigating different stuff, or in the bathroom, yeah. right? And it must be kind of nice to meet somebody who, you know, if you've been isolated for so long, who gets, gets you, you. Yeah. and has yeah. a different, you know, and has a similar life path. This is, you know, because Dean certainly, at the, you know... At this point, doesn't get Sam. Yeah. Their dad definitely doesn't. God, no. And Dean does have a moment later in the episode where he he and Sam talk, and Dean's like, look, you've always gone on your own way, and I, I really respect that. I'm really mm. proud of you. And Sam's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, too, because Dean won't apologize. 
Yeah. Oh, and there's also a moment during that conversation yeah, Dean has where this Dean manly thing. He's like, uh, uh, yeah. As, as, Dean uh, Dean does that thing that men do where they can't express their emotions. Uh, yeah. they and Sam's like, I know, I know what you I mean, know what bro. You mean. Uh, oh, also during that conversation, Dean turns to the camera and goes, and I'll definitely remember this lesson and never forget it. Oh, wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this I will never be negatively affected by this. Oh, wink. Um, so that is, I mean, that is a very sweet moment and it's yeah. nice to see like Sam and Dean relate to each other on that way. But if you didn't have that, bef- you know, and Sam didn't before that conversation, yeah. I mean, shit, I'd overlook some eccentric- eccentricities too, you know? Yeah. Haven't we all? Especially since she's not acting like a demon. I mean, she's not twirling a mustache and tying a kid to a... <laughs> yeah. It's true. She yeah. saves the stabby throat. She's not tying five people to one train track and one person to another. <laughs> <laughs> and waiting, waiting and for going, a trolley to Sam, approach. pick which trolley, which way you want the trolley to go. Do you want the five children or the one old lady? Which one? Which one? <laughs> oh, God. This is a tough decision. Kill the old lady, Sam. <laughs> yeah. I'd go with the five kids. Kill but uh, anyway... Oh, man. Oh. But no. Like, I think Meg, as a demon, understands there is a time and a place for the demonic actions. Right. And that's when she's by herself in a shady van. Exactly. With a by herself, I mean, there's a creepy dude that doesn't really count as a person. Yeah. Well, good I job, mean, Meg. We're so proud anyway. of you. Well, probably. I'm so proud of what you do. I, I don't feel bad for the guys in the vans. Because they're probably registered sex offenders on yeah, some level. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, they're ready yeah. to rape this woman. I mean, One of the guys, vans, you could see where he covered up free candy. Yeah. yeah. They they drive a van. A windowless van. And they're van. single men. Hey, we know some single men that drive vans. Or at least Do we? Dave Stone. Yeah, well, yeah, that's different. He drives yeah. a minivan. He doesn't drive a car. Is it well. a minivan? Yeah, it's a minivan now. Oh, okay. Uh, Joe Kelly also drives a minivan. Uh, Hunter Roberts uh, is currently driving what he is calling uh, the, the the murder van. The murder van. Because his car got stolen. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. Yahweh. Oh, no. But the cops recently found it. Uh, he found out through a letter that they had found it. Wow. Yeah. That never happens. Was, was his stuff still in there? I don't know. Oh. No. Well, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Hey, at least it hadn't been, like, uh, pulled apart and torched, which is what happened to a friend of mine's sister in Chattanooga. Yeah. yeah, her car got stolen. Her car got stolen, and then they found it. It had been totally stripped of, like, engines and seats and wheels and everything, and then torched the frame. What kind of car was it? I don't fucking know. Shit. Probably, well, something probably, like, they, they needed for, like, a job shop. Yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was a it was a Japanese vehicle, for sure. Yeah, those get fucking chopped all the damn time. Yeah. Hey. Yo, dog. You know who knows a thing or two about cars? What's that? Dean Winchester. Dean Winchester? True. What's he know about a car? A what's thing he, or two. What's he drive? A, a Chevy? Yeah, I mean, Chevy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chevrolet yeah. Impala. <laughs> yeah, Chevy Impala. Yeah, it's like, what, a 67? 67, yeah. 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 Man, I can't wait for like the episodes where the car is a plot device. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. in and of itself. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, those are the best. Um, do you guys? Let's talk about some mythos. Yeah, let's yeah, do let's it. Rock and mythos? roll. Some yeah. mythos with the with the reappropriation of Norse mythology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like white on white. I'm gonna be real with you guys. I did most of my research on uh, scapegoats because I forgot the tidbit about the Norse gods. Yeah. You mean Google right quick? No, I got it. Fair enough. I looked it up. I just spent a couple of minutes reading some Wikipedia articles. All right. 
So let's get this out of the way. Everything in the episode is total bullshit. Yeah, uh, yeah it's supernatural. But they get they 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 are usually a little more accurate than this. Well, this is they. This I one think, was just like they used a name, yeah. and then put an entirely different mythos behind Here's the it. Thing. Right. The producers were like, "We have this awesome idea for an episode. Yeah, we're just gonna say it was Norse." Where here's yeah. this name we found on Wikipedia. Yeah. We're going to throw this together and see what happens. Because what they say in the episode is the... The pagan the god sca- Veneer. The scarecrow is a Norse god called the Veneers. Mm-hmm. Which is a god of like harvest and fertility, right? Yeah. That's why you always sacrifice in spring because everybody's yeah. having babies. And a couple too. Yeah, and a, you, a, a male and a woman, because uh, a, ma- a man and a woman, yeah, yeah because heterosexuality, once again, <laughs> homophobia never sleeps. Uh, and, uh, you know, he will bless, he will protect the town and bless, bless the cop, the mm-hmm. crops. And he's in the visage of a scarecrow because that's how the Scandinavians did it, and God damn it, it's good enough for us. Uh... That is not how Norse, the Norse myth goes at all. Veneer is actually the name of a class of god that includes Freya, who is, you know, Odin's wife. Yeah. And uh, Freyr and the, and Nord. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they, they were uh, stretching with that. Now, that being said, this is kind of an amalgamation of a bunch of, like, different... Yeah, there's a lot of things know, happening. Yeah, I'm not saying that human sacrifice never happened in some pagan traditions. Yeah. I mean, shit, what I did most of my research on actually has to do more with some non-pagan traditions. Yeah. A.K.A. Judeo-Christian traditions. Combine those. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. All right, let's rock and roll. So I took my cue from this, the fact that this episode is... Make, Making some clear references to the lottery, right? Yeah. yeah. You're killing somebody to, you know, continue the harvest. Yeah. Uh, Burkittsville is the only town in the area that's, you know, not failing right now because... Mm. Hell, it's thriving. It's yeah, it's, it's barely doing surviving. great. Yeah, and it's, it's got some delicious apple pie. Yeah. Some cider that looks like delicious. it came from the mouth of, mouth of the gods. Um, so... Manna from heaven. Yeah, human sacrifice has a long tradition in... Uh, all religions, actually. And we don't think of the early Hebrews as, you know, sacrificing humans, but they probably did. Yeah. And we yeah. take this cue from the fact that, A, they came out from the Canaanites. We're also talking about the Passover, too, man. Well, they didn't sacrifice... Well, and this actually doesn't... Have, what I'm going to talk about actually has to do more with Yom Kippur. Okay. Right. Um, Which but, is New Year? No, the no. New Year's Rosh Hashanah. Okay, I'm sorry. So the Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. Yeah. But sorry. real quick before that, how we know they they were probably cool with child sacrifice, mm. right? Is the Abraham and Isaac story? Mm. Yeah. Abraham really doesn't blink twice at sacrificing Isaac. He's yep. like, oh, you want to kill my son? Yeah, sure. That's yeah, fine. which could be like, yeah, he really believes in God, or it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm not totally surprised by this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. He was the founder anyway. of the religion, so. Yeah. But I want to talk about... Abraham was as attached to his son as his son's foreskin was to himself. Boo. Boo. Abraham was as attached to his son as John Winchester is attached to his. Boom. Hey. I'm going to put four fingers on my nose for that I know, right? (laughs) Um, So I found this interesting Bible verse. What's that? And Aaron shall cast lots upon the goat, one for the Lord and the other for Azazel. Oh, snap. What, um... 
Leviticus 16.8. Oh, nice. Azazel. Azazel. He's, he's the guy from Batman. Yes, he is. But he's also... <laughs> it's Azazel. Boo. <laughs> Azazel is the name of a demon, correct? Especially in like a... He's the name of a... Well, yeah. So the, so Not the, specifically in the religion gets a little murky there. Yeah. But, but yes. Uh, if I'm, yeah, we're picking, yeah, yeah, okay. So continue. So uh, what that is in reference to is the idea of scapegoating. The word actually literally has. Uh, it literally it, comes, it literally back comes to goats. from goats. Yeah. yeah, that's not just a cute thing we made up, uh, you know, about animals. We, we literally based it off the fact that uh, during Yom Kippur, um, Hebrews would draw lots on it. They'd had two goats, and mm. one. The one that goes to God would be sacrificed mm. and, uh, you know, eaten probably. I don't, I don't remember. But <laughs> the other one would metaphorically get all the in, uh, involuntary sins of the yeah. priests and be sent out into the woods. And that one was for Azazel, mm. which, at least in Christianity, has ties to the devil. Yep. Or Satan. We'll get. We'll talk more on him later. Or Mark Pellegrino. Or Mark Pellegrino. Anyway. So, um, you know this uh, this idea that we like uh, sacrifice. We put all of our sins on something, and then we scape scapegoat them out. I mean, mm. that has. Uh, oh, we let the goat escape into the woods to be eaten by Azazel. No, he doesn't. No. Well, no, but yes, he escapes into the forest to get to the casino. Yes, that's what it is. Bring it back to the casinos. That's where all the sins are. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, this isn't just in... Oh, but, you know, yeah, we take all the sins off of one, all the people and put it on something else. Right. Yeah, like a crafts table. Yeah. Right. Um, this has ties to ancient Syria and ancient Greece, mm-hmm. uh, where you would, uh, you know, kill goats to appease gods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, if the gods are angry, yeah, your harvest ain't going to be doing very well. We're going to get all your olives, Greece. Why is it always goats? You know, that's a very good question. Probably because of the term scapegoats. And it was like, they probably believe... Well, you wouldn't want to... Well, this was before the term scapegoat. Because they didn't eat pigs. Well, the ancient Hebrews well, didn't. Yeah, because right. if God is saying that pig is not fit enough for you to eat... Yeah, it's God. unclean. You wouldn't want to sacrifice it oh, to I, God. I guess yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And I guess... Like, well, why not, like, go find a bear? Probably because they live in the desert. Probably because they well, have goats. And they oh. don't necessarily have bears. Yeah, I guess so. Also, the desert thing. What about for like the Greeks? Yeah, God would be a real asshole if he was like, "Yeah, I require you to sacrifice ten bears to me every other week." Well, yeah, that'd make We'd it be challenging. Like, wow, God, that's <laughs> like, dial wow, down, God dial damn. back. God damn, God, that's a bit much. Um, I'm gonna look into that and I will get you an answer. But I mean, you have to remember, all these religions are kind of feeding off of each other and influencing that, yeah, each other. Yeah, that's true. Syria. Judea, Greece. They're all kind of in around the same time yeah. uh, in, in the same area. So, I mean, it's not... I mean, we certainly see, you know, Greece influences... Or, like, myth, myth, classical mythology influences in Christianity. It's not crazy to think that there's been some crossover before. Oh, yeah, Especially sure. with Syria. Absolutely. Especially with Syria. Um, that's where the word comes from, and that's kind of what we see in the episode. We see about... a. Uh, it's more the idea of like sacrificing to appease God. I mean, that's not 
just limited to one religion. We see it with, you know, the Aztecs, we see it with the Celts, the Syri- the Syrians, certainly, uh, I mean, it, it, you know, it's not, it's not unheard of in Scandinavian traditions. It just mm-hmm. wasn't very common. Yeah. Um, and then I also looked into the history of scarecrows. Yes. And they've been around since ancient Egypt. They use those scarecrows to scare the hippopotamuses, the hippopotami, I mean, away from the away from the Nile. I believe, I guess so, or something like that. I believe in the thing and apparently that. scarecrows and and and, and uh, you know Germanic cultures were made of wood and um, uh, were fucking weird, man. Yeah, did they wear coats and have radishes for heads? That sounds very no. That's the that's the scarecrow from Howl's Moving Castle. It is. Yeah. Which does have some Anglo-Saxon influences. Yeah. Because it was written by a British woman. Mm-hmm. Um. Made to uh, and they uh, made to look like witches. Okay. And supposedly, witch scarecrows would hasten the coming of spring. Right. Which is something you'd want in Scandinavia because it's fucking cold up there. There was something else that I remember. My my grandmother had this thing in her kitchen. It was uh, it was like a little witch. Mm-hmm. It was called like a gack or something. Like a gack. How do you spell that? Like G A K. Okay, that's what I figured. Are you making a yak joke? <laughs> no, guys? I'm not making a yak joke. All right. I'm not making a yak joke, I swear. Sure. It was called a gak, and the gak is supposed to scare away all the evil things from your kitchen. Well, if we want to talk about hearth gods and goddesses, we can get into the history of that. There are quite a few. Yeah. I think that's kind of what the... My favorite is the Chinese one. But yeah. I may be getting this name wrong. A gak. But I'm pretty sure it was a gak. Um... It's a uh, um, bud. I don't think the name is Gak. Oh, also from this website that I'm getting this information from, history because it's here. Weebly. Com, which mm. I'm not completely convinced of the veracity of because this is the website that said that Aphrodite in ancient Greece people would make scarecrows look like Aphrodite because she was ugly, where she was famously rather not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was the exact opposite. Yeah. I mean, is she our standard of beauty? Probably not. It was, you know, thousands of years ago, but she certainly wasn't hideous, hideous to the horrid. Greeks. Yeah. yeah. They also said they made statues, that they made scarecrows to look like Dionysus, which I'm willing to believe a lot more. Yeah. Because he's ugly than... Well, he was a party animal. I mean, that's a rough life. Well, he used to have these women follow him around mm. and uh, they would get drunk and tear men to pieces. It's true. So I wouldn't want to be a bird and get around that. It's also true. Um, but uh, it also in medieval Britain, young boys and girls were used as live scarecrows or bird scarers. They would patrol the fields of crops and scare away birds by waving their arms or throwing stones, which is kind of amazing. Can you imagine just going around and being like, "Hey, get get out of here, bird! Fly away! Shoot! I'm in medieval Britain. Get out of here! Yeah. I, my life is terrible. I'm dying." <laughs> Would you be surprised uh, if the kids were chasing the birds to try to eat them? Yeah. So yeah, supernatural. Uh, totally wrong as far as like what the veneer are and the scarecrow connections. Yeah, I, I think but it's it, fine. It didn't distract from my enjoyment of the. Yeah, episode, I mean so. because I'm sure they were like, "Who the fuck knows what that is? Let's use it." It's funny as hell about how like laissez faire we are with this episode, and it gets as we've just discussed. 
nothing right with the mythology. Yeah. But, but looking back on Bugs, which t- just took a shit on mythology. See, I think that's the difference, though, is that they made this... It, it just felt more organic and yeah. more believable. Well, yeah, because they didn't have what they runs with exposition characters. Yeah, and it's like, hey, are there some ancient runes carved on a tree? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that was cool because they had to find the tree to burn it, uh-huh. and there are these like runes carved on it. Like so, I'm sure I think that's the tree. Yeah, I mean, bugs was even though there's not a mythological like in Native American. Yeah, at least not what I could find. And again, I you know I I didn't do like the most extensive research. I'm we were drinking pretty hard a, that night. We were, yeah. but uh, I, you know I I will say like. Um, the whole, like, trope has been around in yeah. our mythology for a while, right? Mm-hmm. In, like, the sort of white American, we settled the West mythology. So, uh, it did get it right as far as that goes. Yeah. That's not the problem I have with it. The problem is, is that it's Just, lazy. Yeah. At least this is, I mean, they're like, wrong, but it's sure as hell like, inventive. Like, this yeah. was... it. Like, looking back on it, very much the story was thrown together, but that being said, it just works. Yeah, and, like, I think I think it has to do with the story mm. being good. Yeah. yeah. Because they literally could have called it The Creeper. Yeah. And it would have had, it would have been the same. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, it did have influences from, you know, like, other things, like The Lottery, yeah. Jeepers Creepers, uh, mythological traditions. I mean, yeah, yeah The Scarecrow is kind of new, but it's not... Totally without question that, you know, we, we do see influences here. And that's yeah. perfectly fine. The point is is that it's not hacky. Yeah. The, yeah, they did yeah, some sure. work. They didn't do yeah. no work. They were like, oh, what's the Native American thing? This? Okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. This mm-hmm. was a lot more like, you know what we're going to... What do nature? Bugs? Cool. <laughs> Are bugs in nature? This one, I guess. they at least, like, read the first couple of paragraphs of the Wikipedia page. Sure, yeah. sure. Th- this one, or like, maybe, maybe like the first couple of lines. I mean, they the knew paragraph. enough about Norse mythology to know what the veneer are, so... Yeah. yeah. But yeah. It no, doesn't... This... It doesn't... For something to be enjoyable, and mm. I'm going to use a Disney movie as an example... Fair enough. Hades yeah. and Hercules is not accurate to the mythology. That's true. Hades in the myth is fine... I mean, he's an ancient god, so he does kidnap a woman. But, like, compared to his brothers, it's just one woman. And they seem to actually have a relationship, which is more than I can say for Zeus and any of his conquests. Yeah. Or Poseidon or any of his. Also true. I mean, I'm not saying it's good. I'm Mm. just saying for the time, it's like, Hades was not that bad. Yeah. But God... Would that movie have been enjoyable if James Woods wasn't James Wooding it all, all over the place? Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter that it's not accurate. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. How are you going to stop James Woods from James Wooding? You can't. Woods How in. many Woods would a James Woods Woods if a James Woods 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 Woods? So <laughs> You lost me. <laughs> what you got next in your notes? Uh, uh, actually, I'm done. Oh, I, I wanted to say, the Kitchen Witch thing, it is a thing. I don't know where my grandmother got the name Yak from. Okay. Maybe that's just what she called yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know if that's what she called it. But um, the Kitchen Witch is a thing. It's like a Norwegian-Germanic thing okay. where they, they hang the witch in their kitchen. And it usually has some kind of sign on it that says, like, this is the good Kitchen Witch. And she has the power to keep the things from burning and spilling and... Did, all that stuff. Did your grandmother speak with an accent? No. 
Try J-A-K for me, since you wrote... And I've got some trivia pulled up for this episode I can run through. Let's go through it while Travis looks up that. Okay, first short one. Uh, this is the first episode to feature the title of the episode on screen. Oh, really? I don't think that's right. Uh, no, we I did think, see Scarecrow Yeah, I on think it screen. is. It yeah. said Scarecrow in quotes. I just yeah, haven't seen I, it. I remember seeing home and bugs and stuff like that in like quotes before the episode starts. Yeah, no, no we'll I don't... Look, we'll look at it after. I don't think okay. it did. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. The college professor that Dean meets with William B. is... Uh, the college professor that Dean meets with is William B. Davis... Better known as the Smoking Man from the show The X-Files. Oh, shit. Supernatural is said to take some inspiration from this show and has several nods to it throughout the season. Wait. Some inspiration. Some. Some. It had a few writers from the show on it, yeah. I believe. So, you know, not a whole lot of mm-hmm. not a whole lot of references. The plot is heavily reminiscent of Neil Gaiman's novel American Gods. Show sure. creator Eric Kripke has cited Neil Gaiman and American Gods as influences for the show. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After getting the call from their father, Sam and Dean are having a discussion about where they're going next. Sam says, we're going to California. Going to California is a Led Zeppelin song. This this foreshadows Dean later using the name of uh, John Bonham, the late drummer of Led Zeppelin, when he meets Scotty in town. Mm. Gotcha. And Scotty does know Led Led Zeppelin. Gotcha. Do you have... Did you find anything for J.A.K.? No. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I will also say, going back to the American Gods thing real quick, because, mm-hmm. yeah, I picked that up as an influence, but I didn't mention it. Mm-hmm. Um, in American Gods, there's this big idea that, like, your belief gives the god power. Yeah, that's a big thing in The Hogfather, too. Mm-hmm. Terry mm-hmm. Pratchett's Hogfather. Yeah, it's almost like they were friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh. Uh, so, anyways, um... Uh, and in this episode, it does. Dean says, "Isn't it possible that some of these immigrants took their gods over with them? You yeah. know, like the Puritans." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, "Yeah, some American gods bullshit right there. <laughs> Sounds like something an American god would say." Yeah. Um. So, uh, and that is a thing that gets brought up later because uh, we meet more pagan gods. Nice. This is not the end. We're it's not the end of the pagan god train. Honestly, I I wish that pagan wasn't such an umbrella term right, for yeah. non-major world religion. Or yeah. non-Judeo-Christian. Non-Judeo-Christian. Well, because it's, it's just a catch-all used in churches. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. It just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like, if, if something is something, call it what it is. Yeah. Don't just... Yeah. Don't just use a weird umbrella term It would be for like it. if we... Because you know how we refer to, like... It would be like if we referred to non-alcoholic drinks as non-alcoholic drinks exclusively and never yeah. mentioned the difference between water and milk. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, like, I would like a non-alcoholic drink. All right, why did you hand me a glass of lemonade? Yeah, well, yeah. technically I, it's correct. I wanted water. No, yeah. I wanted the one that came from the Aztecs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. The scene in which the townspeople... Stand under umbrellas discussing the necessity of a sacrifice plays homage to the X Files episode Die Hand Die Verlext. It's uh, that last word is spelled V E R L E T Z T. It's a weird German word. Yeah, uh, which your weird German word, which has a similar plot. Statistically speaking, I'm not. Uh, Kim Manners and John Shibben, a. Der- 
uh, director and teleplay writer of this episode also both worked extensively on the X-Files. And Kim Manners is a... She directed a lot of the Supernatural episodes. Very true. Oh, I have one more thing I want to bring up. I forgot about this. What's that? What you got? So, Miss Lamb, the niece, mm-hmm. uh, she is being sacrificed, and she doesn't know anything about this. Yeah. So, her... You know, they're putting her and Dean in the cellar. Dean's already there, and it yeah. opens, and they throw her in there, and she's like, please don't sacrifice me. Mm. Also, her aunt basically quotes Spock, how dare she? Yeah. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Fuck you. Don't bring Star Trek into this, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, Those would be Spock's dying words from the classic sci-fi movie Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Ugh. Nice. Released in 1982. You son of a biscuit. You biatch. But... Uh, what conversation were they having with the niece where they were like, hey, sorry, we need to give you up to our living pagan scarecrow god. He's going to kill you. It probably went exactly like that. And she was like, what? And then the sheriff comes in and hits her in the head with a shotgun. Yeah, I guess. Can you imagine, though, having to be the one to get to have that conversation? Yeah. And just be like, sorry, honey, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Yeah. See, that's what? why you have a lottery, and that way no one has any say in the matter. Thank you. Why don't they take more tips from Shirley Jackson? <laughs> God, clearly she knew how to run this show. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's the end of my notes, and that's pretty much the, mo- the last interesting thing I found on the uh, these IMDb thing. They do a body count. Oh yeah. Uh, do you guys? Do you remember how many people died this episode? Uh, Two, four, six, eight. No, you're over. Damn it. Six. Six. Good guess. Five. Five? Wait, who was the... What? Well, you've got... Uh, the first two. Frosted Tips and Holly. Oh, I oh, forgot. Frosted oh, Tips oh. and Holly. Frosted Tips and Holly. Then the aunt and uncle. And, and then the sh- dude in the van. Yep. I Actually, was no, counting their past sacrifices. Past sacrifices. Yes. Uh, so the people who've also died in the town who got mentioned. Yeah, Frost. Well, those don't count. You, so the they had two. Yeah, no. Body body count on screen. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, so Frosted Tips Frosted, and Holly, Aunt and Uncle, Aunt and Uncle, and then Dude in the Van. Dude in the Van. Yeah. Yeah, that's five. Yep. I miscounted. That's five. Yeah. Technically six because of the other dude in the other van. Who but you probably don't, you don't get died. To see him. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's, on it's ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, on screen body count. He could be alive, creeping people out forever. Yeah, True. maybe. To the end of time. Yeah. So. All right. Um, well, the next episode. What's the next episode? Is called Faith. Is it? Tell me what it's about. Yeah. Sam and Dean go to a new city. And they uh, find out that there is a concert hall that is being haunted. <laughs> go on. <laughs> Ooh. And they go they go to the haunted concert hall. Yeah. And they deal with the haunted thing all while um it's all going on during a um George It's all going on during a George Michaels concert. No. <laughs> Close, but no cigar. Yeah. I was trying to think of his band first. Uh, Wham? Wham! Wham, yeah. So it was going on during a Wham concert. No, you're forgetting. You're forgetting. 
That's not how you pronounce it. Wham! Wham! Oh, that's right. There's an exclamation point. Oh, it is George Michael, but it's not George Michaels. Yeah, George say. Michael. Whatever. Huh. Well, uh, he was using the vessel. Yeah, it's a George Michaels oh, concert. Point. All right, I retract my clothes with those. But yeah, so that's what happens. Uh, I guess. Plausible. I mean, yeah. Well, if that's the case, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, we will. Thank you for listening. Thank and you. until next time. Have fun and don't cry. Don't let us do it. But it's still a good idea. right back i'm i'm we're we're fucking each other yeah wow i'm a power bottom that fucks back i'm glad that you've taken the role of power bottom because i'm only on top baby